and welcome to the Switch RPG Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Gio, and I'm joined by Just Johnny. Yo, what's going what's on? Hey. Doing good. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I was just over here. Yeah. It's a short uh, short week. Very short. For us. You know, yeah. we recorded late last week, very and here good. we are, back on track. Yeah, because last week was like two weeks and like two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had a lot of catching up to do. Uh, but today, we do still have some stuff for you guys, uh, so it'll be great. Um, if this is your first time listening to the show uh, from Switch RPG, where we bring you the latest in the world of RPGs on the Nintendo Switch, this week, we're talking about some Witcher news, as well as uh, you're, you're applying for a uh, RPG position. Uh, I, I'm sneaking this in on you. What? You're applying for a job. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, first off, I want to uh, promote our uh, Discord and some of our patrons. Um, Discord.switchrpg.com. We have a AMA coming up very, very soon. I think it's this Saturday, uh, we have the developers of Skellboy coming. I think that is uh, 10 or 11 a.m. On what day? On Saturday. This Saturday? Yes. Check our Twitter account. Awesome. It's, it's there. Pin tweet. Uh, t- uh, check it out. Uh, I should have that in front of me. If I was a little more responsible, I would have already had that pull, uh, pulled up. Uh, but I also want to thank our patrons. Um, I want to thank Hedge Knight Mike, DJ Atkins, Michael C., Sequel Violist, and uh, that's all I have for right now. Did I mess you up by scrolling? Yeah, you are very much messing me up by scrolling. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's all right. Um, what are you playing? I mean, it's only been a few days. Uh, it's been so a few days. Uh, anything new? Uh, any 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 beaten games to report? Because you were on a roll for a little bit. Yeah, nothing. You didn't give me enough time. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I thought I'd give you enough time. You should have beaten Fire Emblem twice already. <laughs> oh man, that game is so long. <laughs> uh, playing more uh, Raiden Historia. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, more Outer Worlds. Uh, Legend of Ruterra, which I have now officially gotten my full gist of what that game is. That is the card, the card game. The card game from the League of Legends Riot yes. Games. Okay. Uh, it's the you're playing the champions you get in there are the League of Legends heroes mm-hmm. that you're playing as and stuff like that, uh, and like the creep, and I guess other things that are in that big giant world that they have created. Uh, it's real good. Okay. It is a good solid game. There is RNG, uh, so more so than what I reported last time. Sure. So I don't know how it's going to fare in a long-term sort of competitive side, but at the very least, competitively, it's not as RNG-heavy as um, as Hearthstone. Right. It's There's still like a little bit of some quirks and bugginess, but it's still in beta. Uh, but it, it, it plays pretty well. The mechanics are pretty good and solid. It's like a faster-paced Magic the Gathering, but with Hearthstone-like ease to get into it. So it's kind of like the best of both worlds. It, you Do you can, think this has some staying power? I know it has Riot Games. It has yeah. League of Legends behind it. Yeah. Um, but there have been others that have tried. Like you had Bethesda. They really tried to get a card game out there. <laughs> um, then you then you have Gwent. I mean, Gwent still kind of exists, but they're not. Gwent has a presentation issue. It it lacks like pizzazz. Like Gwent is solid, but it's a game of numbers. Yeah, it's not. It's not like fun. There's no like interesting mechanics. You're really just crunching numbers. It feels very Euro. <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh legends uh right elder scrolls legends yeah. uh that one um that one lacked a meta a worthwhile meta system also lacked pizzazz 
and it was the mechanics were just a little bit too i know it had the two side right uh system but the mechanics weren't uh interesting or engaging enough and it was still kind of rng based it it just um it wasn't a good game mm-hmm. uh the design the fundamental design just wasn't good enough and artifact is one that you missed and artifact yeah. is probably the worst one of them <laughs> artifact bad. maybe i i chose not to uh yeah, bring that one up. <laughs> I just want to always bring up Artifact because of how bad it was. Yeah. It was just so well, bad. and maybe it was just kind of the, um, you know, we had the same thing with the Battle Royale thing. Like, everyone had a Battle Royale yeah. mode or whatever. Then everyone had, like, a card game they wanted a to put lot. out. There's been so many card games since 2014's release of Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. It's vomit worthy. Yeah, so, I mean, I, well, I hope it has staying power because I want to see something else kind of compete with, with this, Hearthstone. This one's good. This one will definitely compete with Hearthstone, but I think uh, for the most part, the zeitgeist of card games is kind of over, but I'm glad this one's out because it's actually good. I uninstalled it, though. What? Just a heads up. I uninstalled it. Why? I'm, I'm done. I'm done playing with it. Like, it, it's, it's the same degree of Hearthstone. It is a more interesting then Hearthstone, there's better mechanics uh, so far, but it's still like it lacks content and all that, which is fine. Like, well, it's still relatively new. It's just not something I want to play for the long term, right? I don't want to get into that hook again, mm. that sort of that hole, and to to play it over over again and try to lo- get the daily login bonuses and stuff yeah. like that. It's, it's, it's all a trap, it's a chore. and I'm I'm done yeah. with that trap. Yeah, but it is a good game. Yeah, I could I could see your reasoning behind that, you know, not to get yeah. stuck into something like that. If I, if I was ten years younger, or if I wasn't working, or <laughs> if I was a Twitch streamer, I would I would get behind this game. If I was like a bona fide right. Twitch streamer, I would get behind this game as long as there's an audience, or I try to develop an audience for it. Sure, because it is early on, and I think this game is worthwhile to play as like a Twitch streamer mm-hmm. that wants to get good at a card game. Sure, they don't have the the crazy motor skills that you need. Right, uh, so, that would be me. Yeah, it's my kind of game. If this was me, you know, back when I was heavy into Hearthstone, if this game came out during that time, I would totally pick up this yeah. game and, and run with it. Yeah, just, I'm no good at card games, so I'm glad that, you know, someone here yeah. is. <laughs> um, I've been, thanks for asking, I've been playing... Um, <laughs> oh, I, I played a few other stuff. No, no, it's not even on the list. It, it is right there. Oh, I'm sorry, it is on the list. My apologize. Go ahead, go yeah. ahead. I've been playing the Banner Saga on um, Switch. Yeah, uh, the first one. The first one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. do do they all come as a collection, uh, or did you buy them I was individually? I to buy the collection, but they haven't listed the collection yet. So oh, I right. bought I bought them individually. The uh, there was a really good sale on the first and second where they were only five bucks each. Yeah. So I just grabbed those, and the third one I think was like fifteen bucks, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to get it because I still want I want to actually like play and beat sure. the first and second. Yeah. And when that happens, and I still like it. Then I'll go into the third. Well, you definitely need to play them in order because uh, yeah. the story continues. You it know, that's and the decisions you make. Right. Can carry over. Carry over. Yeah. Um, but you, I mean, you can jump right into the middle, but it really makes no sense to do that. Did you play all three? I played the first and the second one. OK. Um, I go. did not play the third one. I actually have the physical version of it. Yeah. Um, really, I love the presentation. I love the art style. Um, I think it's a little too slow for, for my taste. It is slow. Um, but it is it is it is very good story wise. It is, is it is there. I liked it. You the, think it's too shallow for uh, you? No, the dialogue is huh. badly written. No, 
Yeah, it is. It, it's like someone didn't know how to translate to English. <laughs> it's a it's a possibility. Um, uh, who is the uh, the, who, the dialogue the, is weird. It, it some of the, the sentences just doesn't make. They don't make sense. They don't make sense. Uh, they're, you know, you, you have to kind of figure out what they're actually trying to say or what they're actually referring to. I got you. So, like, like the the dialogue choices could have been in phrasing of things could have been done better. Uh, and the UI is a bit clunky. Yeah, it was stoic. That's what I thought it was. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. The UI is definitely clunky, and yeah. I think that adds to some of my fr- frustration with it being kind of slow. It's it's I don't I don't know. I, but for the most part, the I love the art style and presentation for it. Yeah. But I, it is it is very slow and kind of clunky, though. Yeah, I would agree. And and the art style is really good. The presentation of it is okay because not everything is super animated and don't get me wrong like animating that art style uh is in effort uh so it's it's all very impressive uh but a little disappointing when it came to like the lack of like a polished sort of control and feel for interacting with the characters during combat i want to say some of that gets better i hope so i think it does from what i remember it's not bad it's just it's clunky Mm -hmm. that's all yeah yeah Okay, what else? And uh, Smash, because Byleth is now playable in nah. Smash. Meh. Nah. That's, that's an RPG character. <sighs> well, one of many in that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I know there are different modes, I think, right? There's different weapons yep. you can use. Well, it's not a different mode. It's all that, yeah. It's all part of how the character controls. Mm-hmm. Uh, different different parts of your moveset, will, uh, Byleth will use different uh, weapons okay. for that for that particular button combination. So your neutrals are your bow and your side abilities, depending on if it's a tilt or a smash, is going to be the sword or the spear. Uh, and your down uh, abilities, uh, as long as it's not a tilt, like your down smash, your down special, those are the big giant heavy axe thing, and also your down air. Um, so it all you change up your weapon based mm-hmm. on that. Uh, it's a heavy. It feels like a heavy character because it's a very slow character. Not like the slowest, but it is a slow character. Hits like a truck. Really? Yeah. Most most of the moves hit really hard. It's a weird, quirky character to use. It's almost like um, and the recovery is like Joker, but better. Uh, except with Arson. Arson's really good. Um, character plays pretty good. Okay. It. Yeah, it doesn't play like another Fire Emblem character. It definitely plays like its own character uh, with elements of, like, Joker and, and other stuff. And that staff, that side special, whew, you cover so much range. It's real good. You're saying a lot of words. Yeah. I have no idea what you're saying. Yeah. It, <laughs> uh, it's good. it requires, like, way more practice. Yeah. And they're, uh, you know, just looking at some of the videos that I've been seeing of, like, the pros sort of trying to break down the character. Uh, there are some crazy combos that you can do with that character, but you can very clear just from playing that character, you can very clearly identify, yeah, this character's not overpowered because mm-hmm. they are slower. Their grab doesn't have a really good range, um, but they 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 are good at spacing, and I'm not a good spacer, or I'm not a good uh, judge of of spacing between my character and the opponent. So uh, it's a character that you have to get you know practice to get good with have you uh played any online 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's all I did. I, that's I, okay. As soon as I loaded up that game, I because you gotta play that game against someone. Playing against the AI, yeah, hmm. yeah, whatever. So I went online and I did some uh, you know Smash online stuff with randos. I would just get annihilated. Uh, yeah, you get annihilated. And just when I think I'm like, okay, I'm really good. Uh-huh. This is my character. I'm the, and then you just go online and just. But they have a ranking system, so you'll you'll eventually. Yeah, so they match. They match you up. Well, you get uh, smash global smash power, All right. and you'll drop as you start to do bad, uh-huh, and okay. then eventually you'll hit other people who are also bad, <laughs> and then you'll feel good because you're winning against them. All right, okay. Well, I have the game. Yeah. I just I've never. I really just wanted it for that special edition controller. That's just the way I am. You been playing anything else, Johnny? No, that's it. Uh, oh. What have you been playing? Oh, well, thank you so much for asking. Um, pretty much the same games as last week, uh, Divinity Original Sin. <laughs> um, and Shocker. The re- and the reason is, you know, I'm playing I'm playing those games. I also just got a uh, a new Witcher game, which we'll we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, I, I've, been, I've been doing a lot of, this is kind of off a little off topic, a lot of 3D printing. Um, I got myself a resin printer, and I've been just playing around with that and printing all sorts of things for my tabletop sessions um, because my DM wants monsters and I've been printing all sorts of monsters and I kind of regret it a little bit because I know I'm going to have to fight those monsters that I'm printing out. Uh, But I mean, I'm just having so much fun kind of experimenting and, and putting things together. I can't, I can't model. So I'm basically just going on myminifactory.com or Thingiverse and just printing things out. But yeah, I've been tinkering with that like like nobody's business. Printing like oh, I just printed Olaf for my daughter. She absolutely loves it. I ain't painting it though because my painting skills are terrible. Um, I'll see if I can have my DM. He's he's a painter, so I'll have him do it. He's very delicate hands. Yeah, I got I got non delicate hands, yeah. and um, my son wanted uh, Mario, so I printed up uh, Mario for him. Okay, how how big was the piece? Um, they're they're about maybe three four inches. Uh, can you can you once you grab a model, can you scale it to a larger piece? Yep, okay. you can scale. I can scale it to whatever I want. I mean, some of the minis and the monsters I've been doing, I've been doing it all based off of twenty eight millimeters, which is your standard height for a regular mini character. So twenty eight millimeters, so like what one inch? Something, yeah, about that. About that. The base is one inch, so it's made a little bit more than more than that. Right. Um, That's small. It is small. Yeah. They're all small. It's it's yeah. So okay. I've been it's been fun. How much is uh, like refilling your your plastic well, juice? Plastic juice. So there are two different types of printers. I got one that uses plastic juice or, <laughs> or resin, and then there's other ones that are fed with a filament, so a plastic wire, I guess yeah. you could call it. So the one I have is the resin. Um, a bottle of a thousand or one liter or a thousand milliliters is um, is thirty dollars. And how quickly do you imagine going through? I that? have how many, how many printed uh, Mario's. Um, well, a printed Mario takes up 60 mLs. So 60 milliliters. Okay. Math that out. Math that out. <laughs> uh, drop the one. Yeah. So add 50. Depending on, it depends on how much volume you're using. It's about 20. Okay. So I can make 20 Mario's. That's a very rough estimate. It's a little less than 20. <laughs> but, but I could make multiple Mario's quick. at a time. You know, I could, if I wanted to, I'm, uh, my build plate is probably maybe four by six. So that's my surface area where I can build from. Um, but I could put a few, stack a few Mario's on there. Ah, yeah. Cool. But yeah, I've been, I've been head deep in that stuff right now. Hmm. Also playing games. 
The same games, but whatever. Yeah. Don't judge me. Yeah. The same the same game. So <laughs> So Divinity. Uh yeah. I haven't touched Star Ocean in a little bit. Skellboy. And the Witcher and game. The the new Witcher game, which I haven't even touched. I got it today. And um Ember. Ember's that CRPG I, I, I talked about. Yeah. Um and I'm still kind of feeling Ember. Cause I, I think Feeling I it in a good way or a bad way? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm noticing that I don't really like old school CRPGs. I, I think, you mentioned it slash. Yeah, last I time. think I think it's determined, and you know, it's determined that that's that's Just it. Just don't play bad ones. Don't play bad ones. Well, don't play bad ones. What the heck? I played Pillars of Eternity. Everyone talks about how good it was, but I played the Switch port. It was just loaded go. with problems. Go. You got you got to play it first off. You got to play it on PC for mo- almost all of them. Okay. Unless, I mean, it makes unless sense. They, unless they were ported over really well. Which I haven't found that. I played Wasteland 2. Again, another game that people yeah. praise. And I was just kind of meh. Yeah. Everything looks green and brown and uh, tan. Diablo is a computer RPG. Well, I'm not. it's not available on the Switch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Diablo 3? Yeah. That's on, that's, uh, that's on Switch. That's not a CRPG. It, technically, it's a computer. Oh, don't RPG. no, don't <laughs> don't give me technically. It's got an isometric view. That's an isometric action RPG. Don't 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 go. It's in. just it's just very actiony. Oh, There's I no played. Pause button. I paid so much Diablo three. Yeah, that's totally on Switch. It's no, Switch no, I played it yeah, on right. Switch. Okay, I, I have a whole series. I did a whole playthrough of the Barbarian and a bunch of other videos. It's just I need a good CRPG, and I really want Pillars of Eternity two, which has. Amazing voice actors. It's fully voiced, as far as I know. It's just not here yet. And I've already seen some reviews for because it's, I think it just came out on console. Yeah, you're talking about Deadfire, right? Pills over Eternity Two to Deadfire. Uh, that just came out on console, and apparently, yeah. like the load times, are, like ridiculous, ridiculously bad or good. Long. Oh, huh. very, very, very long. I don't know how it's rated overall, but I did hear that that is already bad. So I don't know. It. You know, porting to console from computer, it it is a challenge because the interface. If you're if you're making something for PC, right, mm-hmm. strictly for PC, you're typically leveraging that keyboard and mouse setup. Uh, I tell you what, though, Divinity Original Sin Two. I know that's to me personally. I don't consider it a CRPG. I consider it more of a turn-based. It's totally a CRPG. <laughs> I, I understand that. Um, is is it just feels very different. When you're playing it. Yeah. And they absolutely nail the controller. Yeah. Well, they cared. That That is, you could tell, that's the studio that cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it shows in the final result. And yeah. I don't know. I, I've probably talked to, to this about, uh, talked to you about this before. Like, that some other, was it them? Did they, Larian, port? to the switch or did they hand it off to another no no they they poured it off because i remember listening to a uh i don't i don't remember the 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 main developer's name i don't remember his name but i heard an interview with him saying they did it in-house and they initially started it they weren't they weren't successful at all and then they they broke it a little bit oh that's right i think i heard that it was on a podcast right it was on a podcast yeah i think i heard so they they did like all right we got we got it playable for like the first 10 minutes and then that 10 minutes turned into 30 minutes and that 30 minutes turned into four hours of the game and they just kept going at it and going at it going at it 
And because at one point they were like, this isn't going to work. And then they just. And then they got it to work. They got it to work. Yeah. And, and, it, it, and it works. It works flawlessly because I played it on Xbox, not yeah. PC. I'm not PC snob. I played it on Xbox. And I mean, other than graphically, there is a difference, obviously. Yeah. It gets the that dynamic uh, resolution. Yeah. Scale. Obviously, there's going to be a graphical difference. But otherwise, it plays identical. Yeah. There's no difference. And there's some game modes that aren't available, but whatever. It works beautifully. But they also injected some game modes. They injected something in there, right? Wasn't it like cross-save? Yeah, for uh, cross-save for your PC snobs. Yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> All right. So speaking of The Witcher, yep, they released a new game. Yeah. I mean, this game... Um, this RPG? game was already on on other other consoles, correct? I believe it was. Uh, definitely on PC. It came to PC first. Okay. I don't think it's simultaneously. Let's see. Yes, yeah, so there's a PC release. Uh, the game released for PC, PS4, and Xbox One in 2018. Yeah, so it's it was already on consoles. So we got the the port, uh, yep. w- whatever it is, and it's called uh, Thronebreaker: The Witcher Tales. And it's a different experience. It's a different uh, Witcher experience. It's a single player. Uh, I, is it, I, I want to call it isometric. It's got a very different art style. Um, it's not. It's not a over-the-shoulder third-person type of game. There is some card play in it, but it's not really based on the Gwent game. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. It is very, very different. If you're a fan of The Witcher, I, I mean, I totally recommend getting this. Uh, CD Projekt Red was nice enough to send me a copy of it, so I'll be playing that tonight. It's got a cool art style. Yeah, I'll be playing that tonight without a, without a doubt, and I'm excited to get that going. So, yeah, yeah it's it looks good. It's uh, it looks like it's 3D models in a 2D. Um, High definition sort of sprite, you know, 2D assets. Yeah, nothing like Octopath at all. I mean, that's what kind of what you're describing. No, no, that so that is that I would say is fully 3D. This is not 3D. This right. is a 2D game. Yeah. It does have a 3D. It looks like it has a 3D model almost for, comic book. for the characters, like cel shaded um, almost. Yeah, well, the art style's uh, like comics, comic art style. It's got very thick black line work yep. everywhere. Um, yeah, it looks good. It has a skill tree system of sorts. Um, you're collecting stuff. So There's yeah, it's, it's got some base building aspects to it. Some yeah. card play. Uh, I'm not sure what the actual combat system is. They got dragons. There's always dragons. Yeah. Oh, and there's that looks like Gwent, man. You're saying it's not Gwent? That looks like Gwent. No, I don't think it's. It, it relies on Gwent. That's that's what I've been told, man. That's what I've been told. It looks like they're playing Gwent. It looks like they're playing Gwent. It's You're been right. a while since I played Gwent, but that looks like Gwent. That looks like Gwent. It does. Right? I, yeah, it no, it yeah. definitely does. All right. I just don't know how in like in like involved that is. That's probably the combat system. Is when you when you enter battle, you play a game of Gwent. That look, I'm cool with that. That's mm-hmm. fine. Like, uh, there's been plenty of other RPGs that leverage card card games as the combat system mm-hmm. so yeah so i'm really excited to play it yeah i cannot wait i i will definitely I, i'm actually a little envious i think the price point's a little high i think it's 20 20 bucks 20 i don't think that's high that's that you don't think that's fun. high no nah. maybe i'm just being look, cheap look at that artwork 
this is quality. It definitely. I mean, it's coming from a quality studio as well. Yeah, quality studio. It's. It looks like it's worth twenty bucks. Okay. I I I don't know how much time I'm gonna need to invest in this. I have zero clue. You know what other game I think would look really good in this sort of art style as like a Game of Thrones or, or something. I don't know. I don't know why they don't do it. I don't know. Just oh, Game of Thrones in that art style? In that art style. They did. They the did? Tell, the Telltale one, I oh. think, is a very similar art style to that. Okay. All right. Let me pull that up. And then we have a name. Name rebrand. Yeah. You hear about this? Yeah. Uh, from a really cool franchise that I never played, but I always wanted to play. With Torchlight. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's... It's basically ex-devs from Diablo mm-hmm. 2, I think. I don't think... I think what the ex-devs in Path of Exile did, they, they did a much... They went in a totally different direction than the ex-devs in Torchlight 2 did. Yeah, they went with... Uh, like, they deviated. Like, like uh, Path of Exile went like, let's go dark. <laughs> Even darker, yeah. Uh, and then the Torchlight people was like, let's go sunshines and rainbows. <laughs> very, very, very different. Um... But I, I I played Torchlight two for a little bit. It's it's okay. See, look, look at that. Oh, you're looking at Game of Thrones. Yeah, Telltale. the Game of Thrones Telltale, right? Okay. It doesn't. So they use actual 3D models, so mm-hmm. you don't really see the. So uh, it doesn't thick look like it's flat. Yeah. Yeah. Like a comic book. But it does present itself pseudo comic booky. I gotcha. I gotcha. Maybe that's why oh. I was thinking of it. Well, there you go. All right, back to Telltale. No, no, we're not I mean, going back to Telltale. Torchlight. Torchlight. So it was initially branded as Torchlight Frontiers. Yeah. And then, like, wait a minute. We're going with Torchlight 3. Yeah. Uh, so from what I heard on someone's podcast somewhere that I can't remember what it is. Um, Hi, everyone. Max. I forgot, I forgot who. I have that plan right over here. Oh, sorry. Uh, and it's uh, they tried doing something different. I guess they're trying to do, like, a free-to-play kind of with thing frontier with, with frontier mm-hmm. and it just they got feedback from the people beta testing or alpha testing or whatever uh and they had a negotiate oh they said this because themselves. they actually they, were they mentioned this themselves the the torchlight people the devs this is sort of what is they it said. still runic game um i thought runic went oh would you stop auto playing you dumb video um because i thought in this video yeah the video that they released are basically saying that they're that they changed it up because they got negative uh, feedback with with their, I'm guessing fans who who got into this sort of private beta mm-hmm. or alpha of sorts, and they decided to just go with a full that and probably other decisions. Obviously, uh, it went into a full blown sequel. It, it looks really cool. It does, yeah. And I, it looks I, very similar to the other Torchlight games. I would say so. It looks. It definitely doesn't look as dated. As the other torchlight, as torchlight yeah. two does, the, it, it does look it does look better. Better looking uh, models. The uh, I mean, you know, the color scheme of things is still the same. I I would yeah, say it's still like uh, if I had to describe it, it's like Hearthstone style artwork. Okay. Right. Uh, or or like uh, cartoony. It is cartoony. Um, it's like Fortnite esque. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could say that, but it's it definitely it definitely has the isometric you know top down yeah. perspective. What, what you'd expect for an action, be, uh, you know, hack, hack and, and slash. slash. Yeah, 
Uh, but it definitely, like I said, it definitely looks better than Torchlight 2. Um, but I'm, I'm okay. I think some people are actually kind of upset about it going from a free-to-play to a some, I guess, you, is it as some sort of premium, premium kind of? Yeah. I don't know. Who, why would you be upset? I, I, I People, because want, they want free stuff. If you want free-to-play, just play Path of Exile for it, Hack and Slash. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be happy yeah. trust me <laughs> yeah you'll be you'll be very very happy with path of exile yeah. uh but very interesting i actually thought i don't know if it's the same developers i thought is it, i think it's runic or runic studios oh perfect world is taking over this ah. okay well that makes sense now because i thought runic was like out of business they they went perfect world and etra games etra I, I don't know what that is but i definitely know perfect world so mm. uh you know, the thing the thing I will say though, the art style would suggest that their target audience is people typically who would play free to play games like uh, you know, teenagers and kids and stuff like that. Okay. Just from the arts the art style definitely is catering towards a younger audience. Uh, and typically free to play is adopted more so by a younger audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that they're going premium for a game that looks like it would cater towards freemium, uh, I guess that's probably why there's yeah, a little bit of back, maybe, backlash. N- maybe that that's what it is. Yeah. But I mean, as long as the the content is there, I don't think people will have a problem yeah. Look, paying for it. Trust us when we say you'll get a better experience paying for a premium uh, premium price game. Oh yeah, versus freemium, you know, free to play. Oh, any well, Path of Exile does a pretty good job I would of argue, that freemium. I would argue Path of Exile would be a better game if it was a paid experience. I mean, what else could they provide that they don't provide now as a, as a paid experience? It, they wouldn't had so much of the grindy elements as it has. I guess, but I, I, I think with Path of Exile, they don't add... I don't think there's any... There might be some intentional aspects of that grindiness to get certain things, but I don't feel like it kills that game at all, though. Uh, that's just well, that's just me. That's a longer conversation with Path. <laughs> Look, Path of Exile is a great example no, I, I, right. to counter my my arg, but there is some some. I mean, I can't think of any other freemium games that be worth play- no, <laughs> playing are, there, other than yeah, that one. Yeah. That one is a, a great one to say. That would right. be the only one in, uh, right that I can think of right now. The only one I could think of would be like uh, Mech Warrior Online. World of Tanks. No, um, I, I, I don't Mac even Warrior know. Man. That game was so good. <laughs> Is it? It was. You're countering your own argument. What are well, you doing? No, nah, no. Nah, the the free to play stuff got in the way. That's why I don't play it. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then we have Pokemon Home. Yeah. Uh, another thing of which I don't, I don't understand now. Yeah, just more details on it came out talking about uh, they released a price for the service. Uh, it's going to be available, looks like, in February. Is there a free option in this at all? Does that... Yeah, they're going to offer a very limited free option, and then there's going to be a premium one. Oh, boy. Now, the premium one... Uh, let's see here. They have prices. So, premium is going to be... One month is 3 bucks. Three months is 5 bucks, And one year is 16 bucks. Okay. Which is... You know, the Nintendo service, online service, is 20 bucks for one year. This is pretty close to that now. The Nintendo online stuff is a cheap price for, compared to other consoles. But this is specifically for Pokemon Home. 
So this is a very specific thing. Yeah, if you're playing Pokemon and Pokemon yeah. is your thing, then yeah. Yeah, and there is backlash from this from fans because Pokemon Bank was cheaper. I think it was like right around five bucks for a year. And this is, in order to get the premium, it's going to be 16 bucks. What I'm curious, though, is because with if you get this premium service, right, mm-hmm. and, you, and you've had Pokemon Bank, so you'll be able to bring in all your old Pokemon. Yep. What if they're not in this new, if, the, if they're not in this new game, you won't be able to utilize them at all. You'll just be kind of carrying them over. Yeah. So just to have them in a bank? Yeah, or much. Uh, home or whatever this is. Yeah, you, you, you park them in home, and I guess uh, home is going to be much bigger than the bank. So there's going right. to be more more features and more uh, interactive things that you can do within uh, the Pokemon uh, the Pokemon Home. Let's see. So I see this premium plan upgrades here. It, they show basic and premium. So your basic is probably free. Uh, that's what I'm trying to find out if it is free. Uh, so with the free, I, let's assume basic is free. Then you won't be able to move your Pokemon from the Pokemon bank into home. You only get that with the premium. So with the $16 a year price. Hmm. Uh, but you can store Pokemon in for free up to 30 of them. Which is not that much. Not much. Premium, 6000 that's crazy. That's ridiculous. So th- what that's really trying to get around is like, all right, I'll pay for home for a month, bring in all my Pokemon, and then cancel it. You just won't be able to do it because you go brings you right back down to thirty. Uh, though, hmm, that is a good question. What does happen if your, you know, either your subscription relapses right. or whatever? Like, they got to get guarantee at least. Some grace some, period, some degree, yeah, some right. some grace period, like half a year or something like that. So, so your Pokemon don't get deleted. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Imagine like because, carrying Pokemon over for right. like, uh, you know, twenty plus right. years <laughs> that far. far your original long Pikachu, ago. and then all of a sudden, like the Pokemon company, like just kills Pikachu, Raichu or whatever. Right? Yeah, man. You got to really love your Pokemon yeah. if you're going to do this. But this service is, uh, there's more to this service than just the what the bank stuff has okay. to offer. So, you know, there's that. It's available uh, in February. So pretty close. Really close. Next uh, up. Oh, yes. Snack World. Snack World. I've been getting more interested in this game uh, the more I see <laughs> on it. It is it is not my art style at all. I I really don't like the chibi art style. It's like a western take on chi- on eastern chibi. <laughs> a western take on on That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> is this a western developed game cuz it looks like a western developed game that's trying to look like an eastern developed. Game. I don't I actually don't think it is a um uh, east uh western developer. All right, I'm, I'm going to look this up. I think it's level, it's level I think it's level 5. Oh, it's level five. Yeah. Oh, it is level five. Yeah. All right. Never mind. I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a Western developed uh, game that's trying to make their characters look more Western. Western. Or more, it's an Eastern developed game. Oh, uh, yeah. Look we're more you know we need a, off, yeah. we need a compass. Yeah. Um, but I like the looting aspect of this game. I think it's 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 really interesting in, in the way they handle it. You know, everything's based off of uh, off snacks, so it's really. It's really kind of cool, um, but yeah, I've been watching 
some gameplay uh, on on the YouTubes, and it's just kind of. I mean, I don't. I don't think I'll I'll buy it. I'm not saying I'll go out and buy it. I just think it's just really kind of the gameplay loop is a little interesting to me. Oh, oh, this is the we talked about this before with the the puppet or claymation. Claymation, yeah. But that's just this FMV. That's just it's a, not the actual gameplay. No, though. clearly it's not. Cause we if saw you the if you if you go back a little bit, you can see. Uh, I think it's like that is a terrible. Because this has already been released in the in the West. On what though? On the Switch. So what is this? Just an expansion? Nope. This is br- them bringing it here to us. That's what that is. Oh, okay. Yep. So localize, localized. A look, localization, if you will. Yeah. Where is so? The so you watched the exact same video twice. I did. I'm I'm kind of going into a loop. This one. There we go. <laughs> you know, um, go. Johnny. This is Johnny's first time using a computer. I yeah. Think. It's been a while. But yeah, I, I I think it's it's interesting. It's it's coming out. I think when is it coming out? Of twenty soon. Really, we will really we will mention when it does because we have a list over here. You're right. That tells us. We'll we'll do that. They got a character creator. I'm all out of sorts here. But it looks like you're creating your own Mies. They essentially look like Mies. Got like a little house over here. Some cool lighting effects. Basic uh, texturing. This looks like uh, the setup for Dakapon Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man as with any uh, western rpg the uh, intro is about 45 minutes long yeah I was, I was like where's the combat i want to see some fighting okay it's an action-based combat system yes it is an action real-time action yeah all right yeah uh so you're kind of excited for this huh that's like a weird guilty pleasure I, I think that's more what it is i'm not saying i'm gonna go out and buy Okay. Yeah, I yeah. just get begin and I'm like, oh wow, that looks cool. That looks cool. Um because I like for me it's just the looting. I, I, I don't know what it is. I like I like that aspect of I don't think it's randomized loot, because mm-hmm. I like that even more for whatever odd reason. I like the randomized loot, but I I, I don't know. I kinda like what they're doing with that. Uh this looks like it could have multiplayer. I don't know if it has multiplayer, but it looks like it could because this looks like a Sacred Mana game. Different art style, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The combat is it's secret mana combat. Well, it looks like there's a um, uh, AI ally, so maybe. which that's why I'm wondering, like, could is there some co-op or multiplayer? Could you, yeah, could you have someone tap in and play? All right, ah. Snack World. Yeah, the Dungeon Crawl. Yeah, take a look. It might be your thing. It might be. Nintendo. Yes. Has filed for some gaming trademarks. Oh, yeah. 39 of them. A whole whopping 39 of them. That's a lot. And some of these trademarks are kind of exciting. And kind of out of nowhere. They are out of nowhere. Uh, Where are these trademarks? What country was this for? Uh, Okay. In Japan. So this is trademarks for Japan. Uh, Games. Retro games. Like... Games that we haven't heard of in a while. Right. So you, this could lead to a few different different things. Yeah. You're like, are they going to add to the the Nintendo Online feature of uh, emulate, not emulated games, but like your Nintendo baseline games, your Super Nintendo, or adding on... N64. N64. I'm, I'm going to go through this list because sure. a lot of these are... N6, I see a lot of N64 games. I see some Game Boy Advance games. Mm-hmm uh etc uh some ds games so we got a game called freaky forms that sounds familiar but i don't 
I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Kirby's Adventure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could have sworn that's already playable on the NES. Yeah. Or is that a Super Nintendo? No, uh, Super Nintendo is is something... Kirby Superstar? Different, yeah, but... Uh, Kirby's Air Ride. That's a GameCube game. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that's interesting. Why would they want to file for a trademark on that? That game hasn't been brought over to anything. Unless they're doing some sort of mini console. Yeah. Kirby 64, The Crystal Shards, that game hasn't been heard of in quite a while. N64, obviously, right? Yeah, N64 game. And uh, I actually rented that like when I was a little kid and played it. It was <laughs> actually kind of cool. You had, like I think, like eight different power-ups that you could then uh, swallow from enemies. Mm-hmm. And then you could swallow another eight power-ups, the same kind. And depending on how those two power-ups combined uh, you with one another, you got an uh, enhanced power. So there was 64 mm-hmm. different combinations. They kind of do that in the new Kirby, um, where you can, you can because you have you have up to four. The four, four players? Yeah, four yeah. players. And you can actually, one can swallow a fire character, one can swallow an ice character, and then you can team up, create something different. Yeah. So they kind of kind of have the same yeah. same aspect there. Uh, Kid Icarus, which uh, what was the name of the 3DS one? Right, Kid Icarus Rising. Rising. Okay. All right. So I it's think not that's that. What it is. So this is Kid Icarus. The game is available on. I actually don't know. I don't think. The, uh, I don't think it is. NES emulator. I didn't like Kid Icarus. <laughs> I hated that game so much. Uh, it's yeah. It's it's all right. It's all right. Uh, Jam with the band, never heard of. Uh, Golden Sun, hey, Dark Dawn. That, that is sounds the familiar. DS game, I think. I don't know what that. I, I think that's the third one. I don't know. Uh, but Golden Sun. Yeah, Golden Sun. Dylan's Rolling Western, The Last Ranger. Oh. Um, that's either a DS or a 3DS game. And, and don't get us wrong. I mean, these could be something that uh, Nintendo just obviously they want to keep the trademark for. So they could be just kind of... Uh, right, but some of these aren't that old. For mm-hmm. example, Face Raiders is a 3DS. Right, and it's not even really a... Is it a game? I guess it is a game. It, it was like a bundle. Yeah, it, yeah. It like came uh, a built-in game. Right. But why would they want to... The 3DS is less than 10 years old. Why would they re reissue a uh, right? A, uh, and there's, I don't think this. there's a way for the Switch to have a camera. So yeah. here's an interesting one out of nowhere: Eternal Darkness. I think there's been rumors on Eternal Darkness out there. Yeah. Uh, the company, the last I checked, uh, Silicon Knights, they were working on like this um, pseudo spiritual sequel successor. To Eternal Darkness, it had to do with like Elizabeth Bathory or something like that. Okay, uh, but this is going this is going back like four, maybe five years. Mm. Last I heard of it, I think they ran a Kickstarter, and they had issues uh, <laughs> because uh, stuff happened, questionable stuff happened about one of the people that worked at the company. Oh boy, or whatever. Uh, either way, the the Kickstarter was not successful, and it flubbed. So I don't know what happened to them because I haven't heard anything from them. I've been I've been hearing that name pop up a lot. Silicon Knights or Eternal Darkness? No, Eternal Darkness, yeah. along with Kid Icarus Rising. Um, I've been hearing hearing that a lot, and not necessarily Golden Sun Dark Dawn, but Golden Sun in particular. I've been hearing a lot about yeah. that as well. Yeah, uh, Majora's Mask. Now, once again, 
they just released a Majora's Mask on oh, 3DS. 3DS, yeah. That it wasn't even that long ago. It was like three, four that was years. One, ago. Yeah, it was like one of the last games they did. Yeah, about four years ago, probably. So maybe five. But right, yeah. but why? Why would they I need to know. do a trademark again for Majora's Mask? Hmm. I don't know. See, this is all. All right, Card Hero. I think that's another fairly recent one, but I'm, I'm not too certain on that. Balloon Kid. I don't know. Animal Crossing City Folk. That's fairly new. Fairly. Mm. Not super new, but enough. Alleyway, I'm not sure of. WarioWare, Smooth Moves. A lot of people want some WarioWare I would love games. some WarioWare I think with the, the... There needs to be... The, the Joy-Cons the, are right. perfect. That's what I'm saying. Like perfect. They have, they have like everything they need. Like that, yeah. The Joy-Cons can do so many different things that WarioWare game can take advantage of. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Here's here's an odd one. Wave Race. Ugh. Not even Wave Race 64 or Wave Race uh, Blue Storm. Was there? There was never ever a just regular Wave Race, was there? Exactly. There's never been Wave Race. Right. So the first one I remember is Wave Race 64. Yeah. Okay. That's All why right. It's, that's why it's interesting. It is interesting. Mario Sports. Hmm. I'm guessing like a big collab bundle thing i've never heard of there might have been a mario sports thing maybe maybe like a ds game or something like that mario versus donkey kong mini land mayhem that was probably a ds game or it sounds like it would be an early 3ds game urban champion that's a very old game uh the wind waker the wind waker the wind waker that's weird phrasing isn't it yeah no, The Legend of Zelda. Also, it's just called The Wind the Waker. Adventure of Link. It's Adventures of Link, isn't it? But this yeah, Link, the it's Adventure Link. of Link. No, it's it's Zelda Two: The Adventures of Link. Yeah. This is just the adventure. Uh, the adventure yeah. of Link. That is avail- playable on the NES and, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, emulator. Same, and I think same thing with Urban Champion. That's an NES game. Swap Note. That's just a built-in app. Thing, yeah, right? that's yeah, that's a uh, no, right. whole lot of nothing there. Super Mario World that is available on the SNES mm-hmm. uh, online service and mini console. Yep. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Heyo. People have been asking for this one. Yeah. Not me, but people. You know what this could be? This big giant list. A lot of these could be like false alarms, like things to throw people off guard. You think that would do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Why would they need to do that though? Well, they're protecting. It looks. I like, know they're under protecting their IPs, but yeah, I mean, they're they're protecting the namespace so that no one else grabs these names. Because you know they trademark the obvious, the Legend of Zelda, you know Super okay. Mario, but th- some of these have like colon some name in there, and it looks like for some of these they're protecting the colon part. Right. Right. For example, uh, the Wind Waker. Right. right. They just trademarked that. So, Sunshine, once again, like... That's been in the rumor space for a long, long time. GameCube game hasn't had a re-release ever? Nope. Yeah. Not on Wii. Certainly on anything else after that. Uh, Steel Diver. Uh, Hmm. No one cares, but that is a 3DS game. (laughs) No one cares. (laughs) You can probably still find Steel Diver out there in some sort of Walmart bin. Spirit camera, that is was that a that's a 3DS or 3DS? It, it might even be DS, but yeah. Uh, 
Kirby Mass Attack. That was a 3DS. Skyward Sword. Hey oh. Hmm. I'm excited about that. Did you ever play Skyward Sword? I'd never played Skyward Sword. You know, people hate on it. A little bit too much. It's actually really good. It's good. It's really good, yeah. It's probably the best storyline. What is, for Zelda what is that on? Is that the Wii? Uh Wii, yep. Now is that the one that people get upset because they changed him from being left handed to right handed? No, nah, they did that with uh Twilight Princess. Oh, that's the one. Okay. And in Wind Waker, they maintain that hand change. Now, Twilight Princess is a little odd because the GameCube one, he's, Link is still left-handed, and the Wii one, he's right-handed. Obviously, they, that's obvious for an obvious reason, right? Yeah, yeah. Most people are, are right-handed. right-handed. Yeah. You They're should be able to swap match. that out, but you'd have to change animations and a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean... Is it really that big of a deal? Like, if, you, if you're thinking about... Oh, you got some hardcore nerds out there. Yeah, but for the sake of, <laughs> of you know, you have to develop two different entire animations. Right. No, like, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It would be crazy. Yeah. All for the sake of, like, appeasing, you know, the 10% of the population that are left-handed or the, the nerdists that are, like, super hardcore. Link must be left-handed. Right. I got to play as Link with my left hand. Yeah. And then the Wii controller goes through the TV. <laughs> you can still put the controller on your left hand. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And actually, yeah, as I said, like Skyward Sword has an incredibly good story. That storyline is, you know, it is a worthwhile thing. It's one of the most important, I think, the most important of the Zelda game storyline wise to play if you want to, like, know how things start. So you Zelda. know what the storyline is? Of Winwig? Of uh, uh, Skyward Sword? Of just Zelda in particular. Yeah. It's There's so many different branches and. And whatnots. So it explains the start I, of everything. It doesn't explain everything. It explains how how the Zelda timeline is the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning, like, why the, it's centered around these three main characters, right? Link, Zelda, and, and Ganon. Mm-hmm. Right? It kind of s- explains that, and it explains the world. Because in Ocarina of Time, they also explain the world, how there are these three goddesses, and they created the Earth, and the Triforce, and all that. Uh, Skyward Sword kind of goes more into the goddesses and and ties it in with with other elements of the game itself. Because I have to, I have to I've watched a video. It's like a deep dive of the Zelda timeline. Yeah. And there's like multiple. Yeah. There's I mean, three. it all starts with Skyward Sword, I believe. It, yeah, it's the first one on the time. That's why I said it's it's the most important, and it's also the best done of the storyline mm-hmm. ones. There's actual, you know. There's a relationship between Link and Zelda in that game. Mm-hmm. They grow up together. They're not like strangers. They're, right, right. They're childhood friends, etc. Um, it's good. It's real good. It explains because Ganon doesn't come around. Ganon Dwarf doesn't come around until Ocarina of Time. Right. And before that, there is no Ganon. But there's a couple of Zelda games before that. Uh, Skyward Sword being one of them as well. So, yeah, hmm. it's. It's fairly important. Anyway, Shadows of Alma, Pokemon Rancher. Ranger. Ranger. Yes, Ranger. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Radar Mission, never heard of it. Pushmo. That's a fairly know. newish game. I don't know what Pushmo is. You push blocks. Okay, and then you pull blocks. Pull, huh. <laughs> There's a pull <laughs> blocks game. Phantom Hourglass. I would... I The DS uh, Zelda games are the ones I never... 
played out of all the Zelda games in the franchise. The DS ones? The DS ones I've never played. Okay. The Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. You play uh, the 3DS one? The uh, Link uh, Between, Between the Worlds? Worlds? Yeah, yeah, that one's one of the best. That one's yeah. great. I like that one. Yeah. I I think I teared up at the end. Really? Yeah. Um, that ending was really good. I know I beat it without dying. I was pretty proud of that moment. Really? Yeah. I have a well, picture of it. you beat the whole game without dying? The whole game. Pro. Oh. I was actually... That's like one of my proudest gaming moments. And that was like... Four years ago. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. All right. Ocarina of Time. Once again, like, they just released a remake right. of that on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. And now they're they're trademarking it yet again. Uh, Nintendo presents Style Boutique. That's probably, like, some 3DS, like, add-on app software stuff. Nintendo Cats plus dog Or Dogs plus Cats. That's 3DS. And uh, Don- Mario vs. Donkey Kong Minis March Again and Cruisin'. So, like, more than half of these games, or I'd say about half of these games, are fairly new. They're within, like, the first, uh, within, like, te- this decade. Ten right. Years, now, I don't know how, how often these things expire, but I, I would say within 10 years. I mean, that's it's pretty fair to say that within 10 years, they shouldn't have to... Yeah. redo these so trade trademarks i think is 20 years but that's in the states right this and I, i'm also pulling that off of like very old college one course knowledge <laughs> so it's probably wrong it's probably very wrong but yeah so it's interesting to see all these when i see and all all of these in one big chunk at the same all time at once, yeah. all at once there is there is some stuff. There's on, some big hitters, and yeah. yeah, possibly some stuff on the way. I think the floodgates are going to be opening when it comes to like emulation for the Nintendo Online service. Yeah, I can see it. So you think they would do some sort of like N64 and GameCube and Wii or 3DS potentially? I could I could see a 3DS online. Ah oh, man. The, I don't know if they have enough games there in that list no, to no. substantiate that, but you could do something. I think those might be like the herrings. I think those are... The 3DS games. Yeah, yeah. Anything that's on the 3DS or DS, I think those are like misleading. Okay. And I think it is going to be N64 and GameCube and Wii because Wii is pretty much a GameCube times two. Mm-hmm. So I think it is those are are pro- very likely the ds stuff i'm hesitant on because doing that two screen uh yeah. functionality to mimic that on the switch it's a hard thing to do yeah yeah especially for the games right especially for the games that really take advantage of that yeah. Cause, screen cause tapping. You have to draw on one mm-hmm. right uh the castlevania game i mean Pretty much all, most of them. I'm sure, yeah, they would have to yeah. figure that out. But They did do it for... Didn't they bring a Kirby Canvas Curse game to the Wii U? I don't know. Right. I, didn't, I, have, I didn't play Rainbow it. Rainbow Curse or something like that? I didn't play a Kirby game. I played a few games on Wii U, but not, not that one. Yeah. Well, it was first on Switch. Uh, not Switch. Uh, DS. There was a Kirby's Canvas Curse. I think it was called. And then they made a sequel to that on Wii U. Because they could, because the Wii U supported that two oh, screen. Well then that makes functionality. That makes sense. Yeah. It would make sense. So I was gonna look but it up. But you can't you can't do that on 
switch. You no. can't de-dock the system. No. And still get the... No, it's one or the other. It's, yeah. You know. Maybe if you have two switches. <laughs> now you're getting out of hand. You're going to have to get two switches to play a DS game. <laughs> or, you know what? You know, call me crazy, but the Nintendo online app that everyone loves well, for yeah. your mobile device. Oh, huh, that useful thing. What I'm saying is that could be the second screen. They could utilize it somehow. It is a touch device. Right. And a lot of these games use that bottom screen. A lot of the DS games and 3DS games use the bottom screen for uh, for basic stuff, like touch stuff, mm -hmm. nothing nothing like graphically intense, and they use the top screen for like the shiny graphics. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I think you got something there. An actual use for the Nintendo Online app. Yeah, <laughs> to play DS and 3DS games? <laughs> Maybe. Hey, who knows? Uh, yeah, we're stretching. Yeah. Well, you've provided more information than Nintendo's done on that that useful app yeah have you used it at all nope no i, didn't I haven't so. even downloaded it have you downloaded it i've downloaded it yeah uh, I, I don't know why i downloaded it but there you go you're you're further than me <laughs> all right and then we have um what what is this street fighter yeah just someone tweeted uh, uh not just someone yeah yeah it was eb games in canada they did a oops Big time, <laughs> because they said that Street Fighter V Championship Edition is coming to the Switch. Hmm. Oops. <laughs> All right. Capcom wasn't ready to announce that. Nope, they weren't. And then later on, they kind of redacted their own post of saying, course. oh, yeah, we reposted, we posted a tweet. So this is their, their response tweet saying, we posted a tweet advertising Street Fighter V Championship Edition for the Nintendo Switch earlier this evening. Please note that the details in this tweet were inaccurate and were posted in error. The intention for this tweet was to highlight the PlayStation 4 version of the game. Okay. And you know how they don't say it, it doesn't exist? Right, they didn't deny it. <laughs> they didn't deny it, so yeah. Uh, that has me excited because Street Fighter See, is, I was always the... Great. When growing up, it was always Mortal Kombat and street fighter why, well, you had why fatal, does it have to be one or the other you had to you had fatal fury in there you had some neo geo stuff but it was always one or the other and it's always the one it's oh and killer instinct was up there as well for me Ew, killer instinct i like killer instinct That's too it's great it's just too hardcore right 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 and then you had you're right you did have virtual fighter but that was more stand-up arcade uh you know for those for those folks but uh and then yeah. along came smash and blew the house down. Yeah, whatever. I'm not. I can't get into Smash. I'm sorry. I'll say. I'll say it. I can't get into Smash for a couple reasons. Because you suck. Number one, because yep. I'm not very good at it. Yep. No, yep. <laughs> Number two, I'm not very good at it. Yep. Yep. And yeah, and so on and so. And number on. three, it has none of the characters you enjoy playing as. Right? Not one. Not one. I only play as Bowser, <laughs> and and no one plays as Bowser. You play as a big bad bomber. Yes. You know, he's good. Okay, that's all I play as. You play him online, you're actually at an advantage because of all the lag that you get when playing online. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, maybe I would do uh, a little bit better. You get better. the slowdown, it just benefits you, and all you do is just drop kick everyone off the screen. It's so ridiculous. Anyway, that's that's my uh, my Street Fighter. So, yeah, uh, expect a Street so the I'm expecting this news is coming out and they jumped the gun on this news also means the there's Nintendo, probably a Nintendo Direct. I think it's, Direct. I think it's coming either first week of February or second. It's it's coming. I think it's first week of February. So sometime next week, it's got to be announced. Hey, it's coming tomorrow hey, there, or whatever. Yeah, that's coming. They need it. Yeah. 
They definitely need it. And Street Fighter Five is going to be announced along with the Bioshock Infinite and the Metro Redux. Well, Metro Redux is already on the Nintendo eShop. Um, I don't know. I don't think Bioshock is. The Metro Redux is definitely already there. But yeah, you're going to see those ones that were kind of leaked a little early. And then you have all these little uh, trademark stuff, man. Just direct. Something's happening. It's going to be a big one. There's so much hype. It's going to be a freaking whopper. There's so much hype. It's going to be a whopper. All right, uh, some some survey results were revealed from the the uh, yeah the GDAs. So uh, the GDAs 2019 Developer Satisfactory Survey results. Uh, a lot of other podcasts and stuff like that covered most of the stuff here. I just wanted to turn the attention over to one key little note, little tidbit fact. Now this survey is a bunch of game developers. So they surveyed a bunch of game developers and asked them a bunch of questions about like their job satisfaction and and how they feel the trend of of where their company is going or or like. Um, how much crunch they're now sort of dealing with or how, how much crunch time has been alleviated, et cetera, stuff like that. Right. Uh, one of the last things to note on here was uh, at the end, they sort of vote for, uh, they ask each of these developers to vote for like the company that they wish they could work for the most. Um, they're the most des- desirable company that they want to develop the games for uh, and work with. So in 2017, the top uh the top companies was blizzard number one followed by valve followed by nintendo then bethesda all right and that goes eight six four and four for percentages of the total votes now 2019 i'm going to go over the companies uh and i'll list the percentage so at number one was nintendo at 10 percent, and then um my own studio which basically means uh Independent. Ind- running, creating, and rolling your own studio. Mm-hmm. That was at 6%. Ubisoft at 6%. Blizzard at 5%. Naughty Dog at 3%. And Valve at 3%. So, and this is 2019. So, this is the most recent uh, survey data. And there's a trend here. Nintendo jumped up more than double right. uh, of what uh, people's interests are. And 10%. The largest for any one company in 2017 was Blizzard at 8%. This is 10%. So Nintendo's taken a huge chunk right. so of all the companies that people could work for in the game industry. Nintendo has the most votes, and it takes up 10% of that. Right. And they've, yeah, they've been more than doubled their 2017 numbers. Yeah. No, so 2017, you had Bethesda pulling in the rear. Um, I'm trying to think of what they even had going on at the time. To be on that list and Fallout Skyrim on Switch. Well, that and Fallout Four had been released maybe a couple years prior to uh, that. Those hype for Fallout seventy six. This is probably pre. Well, it being it's right around GDC time, it's probably uh, Fallout seventy six. Well, I don't even know if Fallout seventy six people were aware of it. No, I don't think so. I think yeah. it's more uh, you know maybe Skyrim Switch or Fallout Four. Hype, yeah, still post hype because again, post-hype, that was yeah. that was a, a 2015 game. I did just look. Oh, that you up know, to make in sure. uh, Bethesda for Doom, Doom okay. was getting, uh, yeah, that Wolf- was a 2015 game, right? Wolfenstein, yep. uh, the new Colossus probably was a uh, 2016 game, mm-hmm. and and this is um, basically the birth of the Nintendo Switch. So yeah, uh, that was March 2017. Not many people had were was on board. 
at the time. Yeah. And obviously, you can see with the numbers now, people are definitely on board. More than any other company. Mm-hmm. Even developers that are starting their own company. <laughs> right. And, and I think people are, they're seeing, and I think that's hand in hand, works hand in hand, to be yeah. honest. With Steam and in the Nintendo eShop, you're seeing a lot of indie development there. And Absolutely. they have a lot more creative control, a lot more freedom um, involved in making their own stuff. Um, so there, there's a lot of opportunity for indies uh, because it's kind of it's kind of where everyone's going and seeing a whole lot of success. Uh, the Stardew Valley people, mm-hmm. did you see that number they reported? It's insane. Ten million copies. Mm-hmm. Indie developer. Awesome. Ten million copies. That's insane. That's more than Luigi's Mansion. And he was on his own for the majority of that. Yeah, uh, he's swimming money now. <laughs> Good for him. I like mean, I'd love to ridiculous money. I'd love to see him move on from. Not, I don't want to see him move on from. The, I want to see what else he has to offer. He can make like another ten games, have them all crash and burn <laughs> over the next fine. 10, 20 years, and he'll be, still be fine. because Stardew Valley will continue to do well. Well, he could, he could just he. He's Uncle Scrooge right now. He's got a big giant vault full of money. Uh, the the Stardew Valley uh, company and owner people. Right. Uh, is it, it's not Chucklefish, is it? Uh, Chucklefish. I don't think they published it. No. Oh man, no. put me on the spot. I knew this too. Well, they don't get all of that. No, I'm no, certain, no, no, no. I'm certain. I'm certain the indie dev uh, in the the one person in particular is probably yeah, swimming in most um, of the money. Chucklefish was a publisher. Oh. Um, along with 505 games. Okay. Uh, yep. But for the most part, the developer is Sickhead Games, which is basically Eric Eric Barone. Kind of, mm-hmm. he was for the most part. This was a kind of like a passion project for him. And also a Kickstarter, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 Um. So yeah, Nintendo. And I don't think we needed to see this to know that it was, Nintendo was doing well. But it's really nice to see that you know in behind the scenes. Yeah. There's a people huge are on developer board. backing, yeah. 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 So awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay. Moving on uh, to listener questions. I again a Geo. I don't know what he's thinking. He did not post uh, a reminder for any questions, but I think we have enough to, to go on here. Some upcoming RPGs. Yeah. We got some upcoming RPGs. So yeah. let's see here. Let's go down on the bottom. Uh, January 30th, so that's Thursday, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow. So January 30th, there's Skellboy. Mm-hmm. We already mentioned, uh, we talked a little about, about Skellboy, we also talked about Aviary Attorney. Yeah. Uh, Definitive Edition, <laughs> that is also going to be tomorrow. Uh, Arc of Alchemist is also tomorrow. We do have... Oh, that's a $40 game? It is a $40 game, it's a level of, I think, the, no, this is Idea uh, Factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have an hour of footage on the YouTube channel, so check, check, check that out. Yeah, uh, we got another game here called Recnum. And by the way, these are uh, RPGs to some degree. Right. Well, I think what we, um, when we call out these lists, the eShop, they're categorized as an RPG. So the developer yeah. has some sort of say, in, yep. and maybe that. That term RPG or role playing game brings in a bigger audience. That's what my guess is. They tagged it for the bigger audience. Yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, so Recnum, uh, we looked at screens on this game. It doesn't. Eh, yeah, it's a five dollar game. Uh, comes out on the thirty first. Mm-hmm. 
And also on the 31st, Not Tonight, Take Back Control Edition. Not Tonight. No, we, we, not we, we yeah, we did, we talked about this yep. before recording here. It's, I've never seen a game or heard of a game like this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I played this game when it released on PC. Nerd. Um, and I reviewed it uh, when I was with the Geek Down. Uh, so it's a bouncing a bouncer simulator. So weird. <laughs> that takes place during a post-apocalyptic uh, Brexit UK. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> it's very story heavy. Uh, if you ever wanted to know what it's like to be a bouncer at a nightclub with uh, a clicker and you're checking people's IDs to make sure that the face and the ID match as well as the date of birth and all that match up. Like, yeah, that's the game. <laughs> that that is that is your battle system. That's your battle system. That's your battle your system. fake IDs. Yeah. It's it's actually a pretty cool game. They're charging twenty five bucks for it. That's mm. way, way more than than what I would expect for what I at least from what I played for the PC version of it, they probably added a whole lot more. I mean, it's the take back control edition, but even then this is still like a bouncer simulator game. Maybe they shouldn't have incorporated so many extra stuff to inflate the price, but the price does seem a little high. That's your switch tax, but the game is good. It's very different though. Don't expect like, uh, you know, awesome RPG (laughs) combat stuff. (laughs) It is fun to play though. Right. In, a, in a weird way, it's different. Maybe it's kind of like, oh, you know, you're just kind of just doing your thing. Almost it becomes like a rhythm type of game. Yeah. 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 I can see that. All right. Uh, and, and it works well with a Joy-Con. That could, that's your clicker. Like you take it out and you're oh, like, that would, oh, if they oh. If they incorporated that, yeah, that would be great. Like <laughs> with just, HD rumble, and you, it's like really awesome. tactile. Yeah. You, can, you can swipe uh, in order to get rid of like to throw. Yeah, the, get out. Yeah, yeah. You re- so you're... The clicker means you're accepting a person into the night, nightclub, and if you swipe uh, away the uh, ID, that means you're rejecting them, and they're not going to lo- be allowed into the nightclub. So. <laughs> and there's also like a blacklist, so you can like see if the person's name is on the blacklist, which means they're not allowed in, regardless of their ID matching and everything. So you have to be like really on the job because if you you can make a few mistakes, but if you make too many mistakes, it impacts your pay. You're fired. Uh, and then you can get tipped and also people can bribe you Ooh, to get into the club nice yeah so it it's actually a kind of a cool game what do those people do to get on the blacklist that's what i really want to know they actually do tell you oh neat. yeah oh, they'll, okay. they'll say like oh this person is you know drinks too much can't handle the liquor oh, or that's pretty cool fights yeah they're really deep into it yeah it's you know the story is interesting yeah Really interesting. Okay. Uh, and then we have some sort of a mashup here. We have uh, Indie In- Games Bundle. Yep. Indie Gems Bundle, Gems. JRPG Edition. Uh, that's on the 31st. Uh, there's also a, another game called Ash of Gods, colon, Redemption. It is, this game has been on Steam for a bit. Um, I haven't played, I've been watching this. Uh, it is. It looks like a tactical strategy RPG mm-hmm. style game. Uh, it looks interesting. When I first looked at it, though, I looked at the uh, the the reviews, the user reviews, and they weren't so hot. But I think the user reviews, uh, the average um, on Steam has gone up. I'm not entirely sure. So maybe check 
as to what the users on Steam have been reviewing it. One thing to know is that, and what got my attention was the art style for this looks pretty good. It looks like almost Banna Saga like mm -hmm. artwork. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, when I when I saw some screenshots, was yeah. it looked. Very similar to Banner Saga. But the uh, when you look at the actual video, the animations are a little clunky. Banner Saga? Ban <laughs> no, for this one. Well, also Banner Saga. Yeah, also a little <laughs> bit on Banner Saga. But, like, clunkier than that. Okay. Um, so, you know, I'm not too certain if this is, like, even more polished. They're charging 30 bucks for it. I'm well, not sure if it's going to be worth that much. I would say check the Steam stuff. If the users like it on Steam, then it's probably going to be pretty solid on uh, on the Switch, hopefully. Mm -hmm. It would be nice if there was a user review functionality. Or any review functionality on, on the eShop. On, on the eShop, yeah. Yeah, I guess you got to buyer beware. You got to do your own, your own research, your own homework. Yeah. On the third is uh, Please the Gods. I actually played this. Oh, you did? Yep. Um, How was it? You can you can see the video up on our channel. Oh. It's um, it's actually interesting. Now, visually, it's not stunning at all. Oh no! Um, but it's it's it. It's, it is an art style. It is an art style. Yes. Um, I would say it's it is pixel art, but I think they got a little too detailed with the pixel art, where it it almost takes away from the pixel art. It's it, not it's not bad, mm -hmm. but it's also not good. Right. Yeah, it's kind of in what that they, what is in between. That? I don't remember <laughs> so what they silly. I don't remember what they call it. And then when that thing when that enemy dies, it looks even more silly. Um but the way it works is you're you have an attack <laughs> phase and then you have a defense phase and, and it's all dice on dice rolls. Yeah. Uh yeah. so there's some randomness involved in, in it. Don't and then you go to different things. nodes on a kind of a world map and that's how you're making your way through quests. Um, yep. And now I only played the first maybe 45 minutes of it. And, you know, it felt very similar. Like I yeah. wasn't seeing any changes involved in, in that time period. But, you know, like I said, you would get to node each node. You'd have to uh, hunt for food. You'd have to. There was like some sort of a hunger system and that kind of affected your health. So, some of these character. So it's got some survival elements. Mm -hmm. uh, some of these character art uh Character drawings uh, look like they're done in Microsoft Paint. It, it definitely is, but that's what I mean. Like they, it's definitely pixel art, but they almost got. But they were good. Like, like they got really good at doing Microsoft Paint sprites. <laughs> <laughs> they got really good at it. <laughs> almost too good. Almost too good. Yeah. Oh, but man. yeah, it, 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 it's 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 okay for. I think it's like ten bucks. Yeah, um, I would say maybe a five or maybe a five dollar game, but it's it's not terrible. Uh, it, it's not actually, terrible. I actually don't think it looks like a. I think it might even be a, a fifteen dollar game. It, it is. It's actually plays pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and I think that's as far as we're gonna go for the game. Yeah, games. there's there's big jumps for dates afterwards. Yeah, so. I'm sure that'll get filled up. Look at the gap, though. Look at this crazy gap. It goes, you know, third to the thirteenth, right? And, and then twenty-first, we're skipping now a week. weeks at a time for certain games. So, you know, Nintendo's got to fill this up somehow. I don't know what they're waiting for. Yeah, hmm. waiting we'll for find something. out February. Can't wait. For I hope there's a lot. I mean, because they really need to fill this. And what you're looking I'm, at I'm is just RPGs. Cross code. You're I'm just can't wait. Yeah, and what you're looking at are just RPGs. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely more in, in there. Um, 
All right, so last week we discussed some aspects of MMOs we'd like to see in a single-player game, and uh, one of the users in our Discord um, reminded me that in Dragon's Dogma, uh, their pawn system kind of... I'm not really sure how that invokes the MMO feel in the single-player game. Yeah. And this is from Red Guardian. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, Red Guardian. So... I, I do need to ask him to clarify that a little bit because yeah. basically the way the way pawns work is you basically are renting yourself out to other people. That's basically how it is. And you can take on someone else's pawn. Yeah. Uh, so it's almost a, it just brings a co-op element yeah, into and it. Yeah, as you said, Dark Souls, that's part, or actually even Demon... Oh. I don't know about Demon Souls, but definitely the Dark Souls, definitely Dark Souls does, yeah, does yeah. it. So... Uh, it's not anything, it's not, it's not like new, new, no. but this is kind of going back to what we said before. Like what's the most important thing that single player games could take from it's the MMOs? multiplayer, it's the multiplayer functionality, multiplayer yeah. aspects. It all comes down to multiplayer. That's it. That is it. Um, and we also mentioned last week that we were going to be doing a triple R. Yeah. And here is the triple R. Are we doing ours or are we covering the the responses to the tweet first? How do you want to handle this? You think we should do theirs? Yeah, no. Let's do, well, uh, uh, let's do ours. All right, we're going to do ours. Oh, uh, yeah, let's do ours. All so, right. the three games Dawn of Mana, uh, PS2, Legend of Mana, PS1, Children of Mana, DS. Nintendo DS. Yep. All right. So, now um, with Dawn of Mana, Dawn of Mana really very much reminds me of. Kingdom Hearts. I don't know why I get that feel. No, it, it looks like Kingdom Hearts. Okay, so yeah. you get that. Okay, so yeah, you get that absolutely. as well. It's maybe a poorer version of Kingdom Hearts, but there were I of the three that I played, of these three, I've only played two of them. So I can't say which ones um like for Children of Mana, I never played that one. I definitely played Legend of Mana and Dawn of Mana. Dawn of Mana had a, a lot of issues. It had um, an atrocious camera. Camera, camera was the, probably one of the worst things. Uh, the story. If someone didn't label this Dawn of Mana, I would have been like, yeah, that's Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's to its own detriment. I think yeah. because Kingdom Hearts probably came out or maybe around the same time, these guys said, you know what? Let's do that. And they did it, and they did it poorly. Yeah. Um, but it also the, looks a little slow, the combat too. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, maybe they didn't get down the, the action timing, uh, that great, but the camera is atrocious. It was very hard to maneuver the camera and the character at the same time. The story, um, was confusing as heck. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if you've played it at all. The, the story in most of the mana games hasn't been great. Okay. I will have to, uh, cry a little bit when i get home <laughs> um <laughs> but for this one it's it's the most i really think this is just me do you want to just say what we'd like to do from it what we'd like to do well, or what are your thoughts on it all right so i'll i will ask you the questions <laughs> of, the, of these three okay which one would you want to remake so this is this is the most important like which one do you think is so worth a second shot. So this is your Resident Evil um, two. two or Trials of Mana that we're going to see. Trials of Mana, yeah. Um, it's getting that treatment. It's getting like the full blown remake. Your rethink the God of War, right? Okay. I would actually like to see Dawn of Mana. Dawn of Mana is your pick of these three. Is my pick because 
It is so You bad. want a remake of a Kingdom Hearts game, and we just got a <laughs> but, Kingdom Hearts game. But I don't want it Kingdom Hearts style. I mean, make it... Di- but it's a remake. What do you mean uh, you don't want it make Kingdom it a little, Hearts? What but you could, do, you could essentially just do whatever you... You could just do whatever you wanted, right? I mean, if you're going to remake it, remake it into something different oh, or better. Oh, oh, oh. Let, let's put it in perspective. Resident Evil 2 was still Resident Evil 2. You're still inside of the police shop. What they did is they changed the perspective. Okay. And because the tank... And they got rid of tank controls. No. There's still tank controls? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. No, it's not terrible. It's still tank controls. Uh, it still controls like Resident Evil 4. Okay. Which All is right. tank controls. Right. Yeah. I don't like it. That's just me. Right. But what I'm getting is like control it controls better because the it wasn't a static camera shot right, right, camera right. angle and the rooms weren't pre rendered. Um and and sort of you get like just pans and zooms from the camera and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So you had full three D view because right. the environments were three D right. rendered and all that stuff. So, you know but they kept like the placement of objects and and puzzles for the most part. I mean, they changed things up a little bit here and there, but for the most part, it still played. Okay, like I, Resident I, Evil Two. I get what you're saying. So Dawn of Mana could go into. I don't want to port over. Okay, because if I get the same garbage game, what's the point? Well, you, you don't I, think it's that, still a garbage game. Hold on, but a port could, for at least for this game, it could fix things like. It looks like the frame rate is like a little sluggish. Like, like you could speed things up, right? You could enhance the game by having it go a little faster. You increase the resolution. Um, you could uh, change the camera in a way that functions better. Right. There's slight changes. They're not remake changes, but there are slight changes that could. Okay, so I mean, if you do some sort sort of maybe quality of life type of improvements, I don't know that would be good enough to. Some minor ones. Right. And, and mostly technical based, yeah. But, I mean, even so, I think even the way you level up was just odd. Uh, odd choices with some of the gems that you have to use. Um, so you're saying there's fundamental design flaws. I think there's the, the, the flaws in this game are too overwhelmingly negative to warrant just a port over. Okay, well then... Uh, so it's either it's either Refuse or it's a remake. And you're sticking with Remake? I will. This is going to be your remake. This is going to be my remake. All right. So because you gave me plenty of great reasons, I'm going to make Dawn of Mana my refuse. And and that's that's my thing. Like you, I, I think it's one or the other with with this one. You you gave me more than enough reasons to like. It doesn't seem like the game has its own identity. And why remake something that doesn't have its own identity? Of, Just make a new game. And of the mana games, this this was probably one of the worst. <laughs> All right, so next on the list is Legend of Mana, mm-hmm. a PS1 game yep. uh, which came out, as far as the West is concerned, it was the very, the sequel to Secret of Mana. Yes, and I actually enjoyed this one. I enjoy it as it is. Uh, so I never played the game. The game did get played in front of me by a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend rented the game and just like continued to play it. We thought that there would be multiplayer in it, and I think there is, but it like takes a while for you to actually unlock it. I don't. I don't know if there's multi. I never played Mana Games multiplayer, so um, it was always just a single player experience. Um, the the one thing I will say with this one is the the story is a little questionable like you had said all most of your mana games are 
are that way. And um, it's a little more questionable, but I, I love, I think the, the pixel art in it is still stands up to yeah. this day. It is, it is a, a pretty looking game. The, I, the, the sprite artwork, it's a PS. So, I mean, this is kind of goes in hand with like most PlayStation games. If they are done in 2D sprites, they still hold up. That's that kind of classic design. It yeah. holds up pretty much. They don't um, have that that ugly PlayStation One 3D graphics. N64. Don't don't feel bad to throw N64 an N64. Had some pretty. Some games had some pretty decent. I could still play some of the 3D games on N64. Man, I really tried fine. to play uh, Mario 64, and it it just makes me nauseous. I just can't play that game. Uh, it's probably because you're staring into a mirror. <laughs> You got the red hat going. That's what it is. You got That's a what mustache. it is. You got, you got a beard, too. So, you're like so I'll do the it's a me, Mario mustache. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but for the most part, I think this one for me is a port. Is a port. If you're going to bring in some um, improvements, maybe. Um, I, I, is this on loop or something? What's going on? I feel like we're still watching. This guy's like I, I stuck the, in this area. Yeah, I think the character is just running back and forth <laughs> in the same area. Uh, for me, I think this is without a. I think there's lots of stuff that's salv- salvageable for this, but there are some problems. And with a remake, I think this one's worth remaking because this one is the only one out of the three that I think has an identity. Yeah. It was doing something very unique, very different. Uh, the combat system was very weird. Like you had no buttons. Your buttons were skills that you had to acquire. Right. And you mapped those to all of your buttons. And, and that became how you, that became your character build. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was definitely, like you said, it had its own kind of quirkiness, its own identity. Yeah. Uh, you could see some of that, um, that it's like a 3D flame effects in a pixel art environment. So I think it's really doing some really cool things. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if you, yeah, if you were to remake this, you could make it. Like, how would you make it? Would you... You could go to... You give it the full-blown 3D treatment. You could go... You you could do a lot with this, taking the fundamentals of the game mechanics, which are the interesting part, mm-hmm. and kick it up a notch. I mean, it already still looks actually... It actually does look pretty good with the sprites doing their thing. This is actually like a pretty looking game. Um, but obviously, there's some like frame hiccups. There's sure. some slowdowns here and there. So you could probably like make it play smoother and control better that's probably the the areas the main areas that you can improve with this and also you could given modern 3d engines uh you could do 3d on 2d you could i would love to see this run on the octopath traveler engine mm-hmm. just take this game bake it right into octopath traveler add all of these dazzling lighting effects 3d lighting effects uh, etc like this could really shine like a like a special diamond, and then yeah. also bake in some multiplayer if it didn't already have it, um, and make I, it easier to get into the multiplayer. <laughs> right, that's the thing with mana games that I really dislike the is that the not the multiplayer aspect, but the multiplayer like you have to wait, you have to like yeah. play it a little bit to get multiplayer, and then even then when you get more characters like. Uh, well, not, I, not the first one, uh, or Secret Mana. Secret Mana, you got you got the second character fairly quick. Fairly quick, but not right off the top. Like, but that's uh, fine. But what the heck? 
Ah, that, that's just fine. give it to me. Like, what do I have to wait for? The only the only RPG that I can think of that was multiplayer that gave you a second playable character immediately was Tales of Symphonia mm-hmm. and Graces. So they're essentially like a, just an AI or until and someone... Vesperia. <laughs> so most of your Tales games... Well, Vesperia, you're single player for a little bit. No, no, no. You had repeat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the get-go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right from the start. It was only two-player. Now, you didn't unlock the full four. Right, right, right. But you did... A lot of the Tales games, you did actually have um, more than just one character available to you. Yeah, so that's the thing with those. Like, it takes a while to unlock four in Tales of Vesperia. It did, did. yeah. If you wanted to go there. So your... See, with this one, I could either remake this one to make it, like, give you, like, whatever. Whatever art style, art design you want to go with. Or I could keep it the way it is. I agree. I You could actually just port this over. So you... Uh, what was that term? What was the R? Uh, re, uh, Remaster. Re, remaster, yes. Yeah. I could totally see this getting a remaster treatment, and I would be content with that. But, you know, there's an option... There's an opportunity to remake this. And, yeah, I would absolutely you give it to that. It. Because, once again, I see something special here that I don't see in the other two. Right. Something worth uh, more attention yeah, to. I, I think you're right. And if there's any quality of life fixes, you know, yeah. make those happen. And the last one. Children of Mana. Yeah. What do this you is my refuse. Yeah. This is my meh. I don't need it. This would have been my refuse, but you convinced me to, <laughs> Convince to put you that otherwise. for somewhere else. Yeah. Um, this, I mean, no, I don't think it's a bad game. Um, I, I, it's, it's, it's not terrible. It, it does incorporate your, your co-op. It just, it feels very overly complicated for no reason. Like when you go to your overworld, you have to select a different, like an area of the map and where you select that is, is very important into where your dungeon is. And it's just, it's really kind of, like I said, it's confusing in in that aspect um and this is the, this is one that i really this is one that i've only just seen people play i've never actually played it so yeah. it's difficult uh, to say you know and and maybe that's part of the reason why i'm re- refusing it well certainly this one does not deserve the remake status simply because it is a remake it is a yes yeah, <laughs> so it's it's already been remade and the sprites actually they look good like, yeah they don't look bad it it's it's impressive looking of a game there's not as many animations as you as you would like like the water in this particular part of the video could clearly be animated a bit better than it what doesn't it is. look like water it just looks like different terrain yeah it looks like blue grass yeah um but and you got you got the damage numbers. It's actually running pretty well. Like it's, it's this might be on an emulator as well that this video is on. Yeah, uh, but it, but it's running pretty good, smooth wise, right? I, I don't imagine like this person doing a speed run. Clearly, is running this thing faster than than what the game would actually right, right. run. If if it's a speed run, they kind of have to mimic, follow the rules, yeah. mimic the original behavior. Um, so you know, it looks pretty decent. I think. This could get the remaster treatment, right? It you, could. You uh, remaster it, and being a sprite-based game, that means kind of like HD sprites. You're basically keeping everything there, and you're updating the artwork 
Uh, you're not sort of remaking anything. I guess technically you're remaking the artwork because it's sprites and sprites don't like benefit from a resolution. No, increase. not necessarily, but they scale, you know, they scale yeah. well. And uh, one thing you'd have to take into consideration, obviously you got the dual screen, so you'll have to replicate that menu system on that secondary screen somehow. Yeah. I'm sure you can make a mini map and, and as you're dungeon crawling and just be fine um map it to a button that taught that switches between right they already have the radial menu in involved in this yeah uh so yeah it can certainly be there or or like i said i mean basically what's on the secondary screen is your a map not not even that important and that's that would well in a dungeon crawler uh, a map could be really important exposed map so as you're exploring yeah Yeah, as you're exploring maybe it'll get you know, exposed, I guess. Yeah, but but it's also showing stuff like uh, your current level. Yeah, you don't need that. Yeah, you don't you don't need your experience points. No, I mean yeah. even that could be can be done pretty easily on a bigger screen. Obviously, yeah. we're looking at it, it's a more condensed screen. So yeah. as you expand the screen, there's more space for stuff. Yeah. Now, just seeing this game play, run, looking at the combat, like yeah, I I'm actually. Very content with refusing Dawn of Mana versus this one. <laughs> this one looks, you know, somewhat redeemable for yeah, remastering. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be great, but it's certainly more worthwhile to remaster. Although probably Dawn of Mana would be benefit more from a remaster, it, right? And that's what the I, resolution increase, right. in Frame rate st- stability. So, and, and this isn't my refuse, but I, I could go. You could really go with anyone on this one. Yeah. This one's not terrible. Uh, but it, you know, it does have some other issues like the, the overworld I think is really confusing to me. Oh, look at that. Bad. That is a cool looking villain. That's clearly a villain. Oh, obviously it looks like, uh, yeah. what's her name? Maleficent. Yeah. That's cool looking. So yeah. And then we have some responses. Oh, so what did you choose for this one? Uh, uh this was going to be my remaster. Your remaster. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. We got some responses from from Twitter because I did post this question. It's kind of the... odd that I chose remaster. So it's a remaster of the remake. That's basically <laughs> what I chose. That's okay. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. have to look at this on my my cell phone because I I got it right here. Oh, but those are really small letters. I can make them bigger. Ah, look at that! I got magic fingers. Look at that. All right, so I posed the same question to Twitter. And we got a few responses. So the gamer to the right at the gamer to the R1 said, refuse children, which is what I said. No. Yeah, that's what I said. Yep. Reuse Dawn. Which mm. is what neither of us said. No, I don't know if I'd reuse that at and all. And remake Legend, <sighs> which is what I said. And I actually like this. You refuse like that? Children. I, I'm okay with refusing children as well. And Because re- I said, uh, as we said, uh, we're remastering Dawn, which means it can it it has the biggest potential to benefit from yeah. a remaster yep yep um and then he also stated that he's only played children of man and he says it's unfixable i don't think it's that bad i don't think it's that bad either but it's also the og oh gee yeah it's the first one of the mana series all right and then you got uh sergio martinez at the pollo, pollo pot, pot pie, pie. <laughs> um I most want to remake a Donna Mana. Just change it to a regular leveling system and polish the physics of the whip to today's standards. Would also be nice if the locations you went to felt more connected in some way via an actual 
World map. Ah, look at that. To traverse or something else. We have um, some bad eyesight over here. Oh, what are you <laughs> talking about? Huh, those were like they weren't really close to you. Yeah. It was, it anyway, <laughs> maybe I need to get my eyeballs uh, another look. See, um, but yeah, I mean, I would also remake. I agree. I would remake Dawn of Mana. Um, well, what he's asking for is certainly remake stuff, stuff that requires re- a remake. Right, and, and it it is one of the games that really would benefit the most of it. Either refuse it outright or redo it. Yeah. You know, keep keep kind of your main plot points. I'm still concerned about that identity. Yeah. Maybe they could fix that. I, it would it looks so much like Kingdom Hearts that even when they remake it, they're probably just gonna make it like Kingdom Hearts again. Yeah. I, really, I don't want to play that. I wouldn't want to play that either. Yeah. I'm not even a fan of a Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah. Alright, and then we have Two Isle at Two Isle Two. Um he would remake Legend. Yep. Reuse Children. Refuse yep. Dawn. Hey, that's my picks. There you go. Your picks. There you go. I don't agree. Sensible taste. Sensible taste. I don't agree. Uh, then, uh, let's see. I know Chris had some thoughts of his own. If you would mind scrolling down. Oh, scrolling down some Oh, I see. Yes. So, uh, CR Magic, Chris uh, Rothenberger said, remake Legend, ref- reuse Dawn, and refuse Children. That's what I said. That's sensible taste. Thank you, CR Magic. Uh, you didn't say that. You wait. said remake Dawn. Rem- I didn't. You're right. I said this. CR Magic. Well, actually, no. This is the same as what the the first one said, and I'm I can kind of see it this way too, right? Remake Legend, which I I agree with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said reuse Dawn. I would not. I can I can see the you know remastering Dawn. I can see. Well, the just to fix its small problems. I don't I don't know. I don't know that you'd be able to really do that in just a. Well, it doesn't have. Some, it has big problems. It has big problems. And it has small problems. Right, it has a, a mix of both. You're not you're not fixing that game in a improving, remaster. Improving like the frame rate improves the control, right? Adding stability, making it 60 frames per second, increasing resolution, adjusting making, adjusting the camera positioning. You can fix those things without actually cha- needing to change the fundamental game, and that will make it play play better, different, way better. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and that's a, that's a possibility too. in a remaster. So, yeah. so Dona Mana is probably the one that could be in every single category. <laughs> Um, I don't. Right. I don't see any hate over here for Legend. Everyone is pretty much uh, on board with the Legend train. I see a lot of remakes. I think everyone said remake. Yeah, I think Legend of Mana is probably the better of these of these yeah. three. Uh, and then we have Melon at Battle, Battle Tank, Tank Bob. Yeah. I love oh, these these yeah, handles cool here. Uh, whatever you do with Legend of Mana, make it so you can freely explore instead of the screen locking up whenever an enemy is around. So that's kind of what um, what. I don't want to call what Tales of does, where they kind of, when you're in a battle, where there's like a, a an arena. Yeah. Uh, that's essentially what they're doing. Instead of an arena, they're screen locking. Yeah. Uh, when there's an enemy around. So you can focus on the fight. And, rather than moving in panning. And, all, and also not doing the panning potentially is a way to sort of improve frame rate because yeah. you're not scrolling the background. Right, right, right. Like yeah. And that, right. And then maybe that's what they did to to fix any issues that they were having. Yeah, but generally that isn't that shouldn't be a technical issue. I mean, the amount of extra overhead you get from panning depending on cuz you're getting sprite and sprite and you want a repeating background, so you're kind of printing the same sprite twice. But you can crop uh I forgot the term for it, but you can sort of cull part of the sprite 
and cull the other part of the sprite so that you're not rendering the same sprite more than twice. Whereas by not panning, you just get one sprite, it's one draw call, and it fits onto the screen exactly because you just locked it in place. But this, I'm talking about very general stuff. Um, this does not apply to how it actually works in Legend of Mana. So mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not saying this is, this particularly applies to Legend of Mana. Right. But I mean, I don't, I don't mind that, that sort of system. Yeah. How it, how it kind of locks you in a fixed sort of screen. Um, it's sort of that arena style kind of fight, I guess, in, in some of the tales of games. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. Awesome. I, I love the interaction here. Great. Um, thank you all for responding to that. Now, let's see here. Let me let me go on my, my cell phone for a second. Uh oh. Oh. Um, oh. I know what's coming. Because... I completely forgot about this. You're applying for a job. I am. You're applying for a job. You mentioned this at the start. You you I did. already like signed me up for something. I signed you up for something. Yep. I actually posted this on our Twitter beforehand, and I knew you weren't going to check it. So, <laughs> 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 not all the questions. I think I did about half of the questions. Now these are going to be quick hit questions. Yes. So I want the first thing that comes out of your brain. I want you to answer. F zero. Like faster than F zero. Is that even possible? This is that like is Street my Fighter. Answer. <laughs> no, it's your answer to everything. So F this zero? is like this is like Street Fighter like Turbo. Turbo. Okay. Okay. Like super fast. All right. But if you wanted to be really fast, you'd say Smash Melee. Uh, wait, is that faster than Street Fighter Turbo? Oh yeah. You okay. Me? Fine. Well, whatever's faster. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yes. You ready? Yes. Let's get it on. All right. All right. Name the first RPG that comes to mind. Xenoblade Chronicles. Best turn-based RPG. Uh, let's go with uh, Divinity, Original Sin 2. Best strategy RPG. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. Right. Definitive edition. Best strategy RPG? Yes. Ogre Battle 64. I knew that was coming. Best character in an RPG. Mm, Magnus from Ogre Battle 64. <laughs> Ideal number of party members in an RPG. As many as you can get. Uh, let's go with the Final Fantasy VI, however many that one has. All right. Best RPG world you'd love to live in? Xenoblade. Oh, I'm not sure which one. Uh, one or two. One or two? All right. Uh, best weapon in an RPG? Oh. Uh, mm, wow. <laughs> you pass. Come back to that one. I do not pass. No, you know what? The, the, the Monado. Monado, all right. Monado. So we're back at Xenoblade. Right, um, uh, most memorable quote in an RPG. Do you have one? I know this one might yes, be hard. Yes, Tales of Symphonia. Dwarven Vow number one. Justice and love will always win or something like that. Something like the that. The Dwarven Vows. The Dwarven all Vows. All of them. <laughs> awesome. Uh, most memorable side quest in an RPG. Fallout 3... Uh, with the vampire, the weird vampire people that lived underneath the train station. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. What the that was so name? weird. Right by the escalators. Yeah, I think you had to, like, get blood for them or something. Yeah. You had to feed them, like, blood packs or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. I, I remember that, too. That no, was... you know what? Better than that, though, was the Abraham Lincoln one in Fallout 3. I loved that side quest. It was so good. You know, Fallout 3 had so many decent uh, and good... The great, it was like the great emancipator quest yeah. or whatever and you got, it was. That's the one where you got the Lincoln repeater. 
Yeah. Oh, that was so good. All right. Uh, most visually stunning RPG? Uh, Xenoblade 2. The RPG that defines you? Mm. Xenoblade. So this is more... I, I call this... I don't know, we could take our time with this one. I call this kind of like the handshake RPG. So, uh, like, if you were to say... It doesn't necessarily have to be your favorite game. Uh, but this is the game that you would say, all right, if you play this game, this incorporates all my... This is, like, all my tastes. Uh, all right. In that case, Bloodborne. Bloodborne. I think that's a great answer, actually. Or Symphony of the Night. Okay. Have you... Did you play Bloodstained? Yeah. Played beat. Yeah. Which one do you prefer? What do you mean, which one do I prefer? Castlevania Symphony of the Night or Bloodstained? Symphony of the Night by Lancelot. Okay, I'm just... <laughs> like, not even close. Because there are people who... Uh, I know... I can think of one particular person yeah. who says otherwise. They're wrong. Because Bloodstained kind of enhances or, you know... No. Does more than what no. Symphony of the Night does. No. And, and I played this Switch version, so I had a broken version initially. I know it's been fixed or whatever, or, or somewhat fixed. But the, the best one uh, is probably Aria of Sorrow. Uh, the best one, gameplay mechanic-wise, is probably Order of Ecclesia. Mm-hmm. And then the best one just overall give it the tip of the nod because it was kind of like the first one to do the things symphony night yeah best music graphics it's got good music i still prefer castlevania 2 uh because it's the first one that had uh bloody tears and bloody tears is probably one of my most favorite uh game songs of any video game I think if I could listen to that in any rendition, whether it's a cover version, a piano cover version, or it's an original chiptune version, like it always sounds freaking phenomenal yeah. to me. Um, all right, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did post these questions to Twitter, and I've gotten, but again, just before I came here, and there were so many responses. Um, I mean, we can we can go over some of them if you want. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. go over them next time. It's, it's up to you. Let me see um, if I can pull that up again. What was my final answer for best uh, RPG that defines me? Well, you said Castlevania. Said Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Well, yeah. yeah. You said Bloodborne. Uh, but Bloodborne is Castlevania. It's essentially, yeah. It's, it's Castlevania. Yeah, you could say that. I, I will... You know, I am gonna stick with Bloodborne because it is uh, more modern, and I think it is a it's genius, a great, it, perfect. I wish I could play it. I think it uh, it's definitely that something that I would absolutely love. I love yeah. the, the 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 environment. I love the the feel of that game. Yeah. And um, I do have some issues with Symphony of the Night. I don't think it's perfect. Uh, it is f absolutely amazing game, and I love it. But there's you know there are some design issues with it that makes like it has some of those quirky. Uh, design elements where you're scratching your head like how would anyone ever figure this out kind of thing right those like puzzles that only has one answer to and it's like so inside joke inside story right that it's like practically you have to look up a guide to figure it out yeah it's detrimental yeah uh, like to itself. the whole like having the uh i think it was like the sprite or the skull as your your summon Mm -hmm. that you need to have them equipped yeah, that's like, in order to flip a switch for you. That should almost be like an Easter egg like to something instead of yeah. an actual way to get through the game. To, to get to the, the final ending. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, so for question number one, I had name a, name the first RPG that comes to mind. We had a lot of answers. Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Ten, a lot of Final Fantasies. Final Fantasy Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy Six, uh, Tales of Symphonia, Dawn of the New World, Mario RPG, Suikoden, Final Fantasy Six, Final Fantasy Three, the real Final Fantasy Six. Which, which one is this? Uh, this would be at the Switch RPG. This one. Ah, yeah. I see. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, like I said, everyone, it's it's Final Fantasy. Oh, that's really okay. there we, there we go. a lot of people are going for uh, Final That's like one of the first things people think of. That was what? The number one. Number one. Yeah, okay. name the first RPG that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Then, um, I didn't, like I said, I asked different questions. Uh, yep. There's only five of them. I could have done them all, but I didn't. Um, number, number two, two, best RPG world you'd love to live in. Uh, Final Fantasy... Uh, what is that, 14? You skipped Hyrule. But they said Ocarina of Time version. Wait, Hyrule. You now, see, now this I would is... totally pick Breath of the Wild. Oh, you didn't. Now, here's the thing. This is Rich. He's uh, one of the staff members at Switch RPG. And he totally is doing this to bother me. That's uh, not right. That's John Harvey. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what are you... Johnny Darkfang. Oh, we're... Lo- it's a, it's a, I, we have a different orders here. That's why. Yeah. Um, and Rich, he also did it, but he did it on purpose. I, I know he did it on purpose. Pokemon's a pretty good pick because you're it's still very much like real world, mm-hmm. like real life mm-hmm. kind of world, but with Pokemon in it. And they made a movie. Detective, exactly like Detective that. Pikachu was yeah. a pretty decent decent movie, decent flick. So that, that's pretty good. Uh, uh, I, I like that answer. So what's Spira? Spira, isn't that part of Xenoblade Chronicles 2? No. No? No. Spira... I'm not no sure. Clue. Uh, the world of, of Xenoblade is uh, Spirit is in uh, the original Final Fantasy. Okay, I think Almira is the the name of the world in Xenoblade too. Okay, I think. Don't quote me on that. I'm quoting you. Don't quote me. You're wrong. Um, again, yeah, Pokemon, uh, Star Ocean. I'm actually surprised in Star Ocean. Now, I don't know if I'd ever want to live in some no. sort of sci-fi Star Ocean or Xenoblade uh, Chronicles X. X. Wow. Okay. X? Really? X? You want to live in that world? <laughs> Look at those giant freaking like dinosaur-esque monsters. No, that's cool. But you're going to live in a city that has, you know, an artist that has one good hit song and it's going to play on loop over and over uh, and over again. It's such a good song. Throughout the entire city. And there's only one city. <laughs> um, but you got mechs. You do have mechs. I mean, that's kind of cool. You, you, you do just, get to fly around. You yeah. get to fly around anywhere so you, you get want. to leave the city. Uh-huh. Yeah. Quick. Yeah, very quick. <laughs> I'm down with that. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. I. It's a little towny, I, I, I guess. Uh, that, that's kind of a cool world. It, yeah. it, it's so quirky. I mean, I would love to just, like, walk around the world and all of a sudden uh, some, like, devil uh, demon creature just, like, points at me and all of a sudden i come down with disco fever and i start dancing (laughs) that'd be great uh cassandra says uh the pokemon world um and there's your pokemon's here yeah another hyrule oh that's that's that's, rich that's rich he's just being a a jerk okay uh final fantasy 14 i see you made him small again 12 or 11 so two of them are mmos all three of them are practically mmos 12 is it's got a very MMO like pseudo MMO. That world is boring. Are you kidding me? Twelve? I don't know if 11? I'd want to do twelve. Twelve and eleven was boring. It was like drab. Well, Final Fantasy twelve. That's almost post-apocalyptic, isn't it? 
Yeah, look, 11 and 12 are drab, drab worlds. They are ugly to look at. Ugly. <laughs> 12. And the, the zones in 12 were like mazes. 11, forget about it. 11, you can't... It's Navigation's like you're glad it has a compass and you're glad it has a map that you can sort of say, okay, I have to go that way. You're more looking at the map than you are actually exactly. at the, yeah, the, the world's not interesting at all. And yeah, you run the chance of running into mobs that are like way too high level. And then you train a bunch of mobs. Like 11 is not a good Final Fantasy game. <laughs> I don't care how long you played it, it still ain't good. Name the RPG that defines you. This is this is where I think we got uh, you know some different answers. Here. Oh yeah, yeah. Witcher three. Witcher three. Final Fantasy six. Mm-hmm. This is what name it name that defines you. Okay, so this is your. This is kind of your. This is yeah. your handshake. This is what I call it, a handshake RPG. Yeah. Uh, so Witcher three, Final Fantasy six, Final Fantasy six or seven. Though Zelda is probably. A franchise I love more. Ah, another Zelda. I don't what like up? it. I don't like it. Ah. Uh, I can't really narrow it down. Pokemon. Pokemon Black or White. That one in particular. Yep. Okay. Um, Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. Wow. And Persona 4 Golden. Okay. Never, I never yeah. played 4 Golden. I have it. I have it. I have it too. Oh, not Golden. I have uh, 4. Yeah, um, no, I have 4 Golden. The PlayStation 2 version. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get on that at some point. The, the ideal number of party members. Now, I threw this one in there almost as like, all right, let me see. Because uh, I have something in mind. And well, mine, I, I think my answer was like a crazy long. Yeah, whatever. Just like a billion. As many as possible. And that makes sense because Ogre Battle uh, is a game where you can have a party of a crazy large amount. No, you could have a, not a party, but like access to like a, a bunch of people. You can deploy but- onto the battle map. Nine but nine units. Each mm-hmm. unit can have up to five uh, characters per right. unit. So that's five times nine. That's forty-five <laughs> for on the battlefield at any one point. So you time. want you want armies and some units. Uh, some of the characters are uh, I think they they're like soldiers. Yeah, yeah. So it would take the place of one character could be three little tiny soldiers. <laughs> so you're really breaking it so down. Technically, you could have. Uh, but one has to be a leader. So the max you could have is one, uh, three times four. So 13, uh, 13 times nine. So we're really getting to the nitty gritty on this. We're talking over a hundred. That's a lot of, uh, bodies, party members in quotes there. (laughs) Um, but for me, single player, no party members. That's just the way I am. So none, none. So you're talking like Witcher style, right? Single player. Single player. Like original, not even Fallout, because Fallout introduced some some party mechanics that I didn't really like. Could you get... Yeah, you could. I got... Uh, what was that dude's... The uh, the mutant's name. I forgot his name in Fallout 3. Yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. I, I don't remember his name right now. Yeah. Wow. And you also got a dog, too. Dog Th- meat? Dog meat, but that was in 4. That, that was in 3? That was in 3? Yeah. Oh, it was in 3. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... I don't want anybody. I don't want to have to deal with anyone. I don't want to deal with your problems. System, I have my own System problems. System Shock 2. No party members. There you go. Beautiful. You should play that. Well, I mean, well, the thing, the great thing about Fallout 3 is like, yeah, you can have access to those, but you don't have to have them at all. They provide additional benefits, Yeah. but they're more... I don't... I got my own problems yeah. in this the, post-apocalyptic world. I don't need your problems. The Souls games. Single player. I, Bloodborne. Thank you. Sekiro. And those are those are fan, fantastic. I have nothing against I, I, one of my favorite games, Divinity yeah. Original Sin. You have party members. Yeah, party members. I have the least amount. I, I only have two. 
You don't I, recruit anymore. I don't want anymore. Two. Is there a benefit to having there this is too? okay uh, so. lone wolf perk? Okay. Uh, with the lone wolf perk, a lot of your abilities so both get both of them have lone wolf. Yeah. Uh, so they double uh, double attribute points and and everything. So there's benefits there. So you're the reason why that lone wolf perk always pops up in games. Love it. So, some 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 uh you know variant mm-hmm. of, of yeah i just i want to play by myself and and i say and, and it kind of worlds has it so did you go lone wolf on the outer world yes oh. i don't want to deal with anyone <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and and that's my thing with crpgs right yeah. it, it all comes around kind of full circle like i don't want to deal with anyone else's problems yeah i just yeah. i have my own stuff going on leave me alone how, how could you say that for a game like xenoblade chronicles 2 man again i, I there are games that, like I said, there are games that I absolutely love that have party okay. members, like Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Divinity Original Sin. Um, I, I'm trying to think of others, yeah. but... But for single player, this is why, you know, we both voted Breath of the Wild to be, you know, because it is that lone wolf mentality, ultimate RPG experience. Yes, yeah, so Breath we, of the Wild. we voted for Breath of the Wild <laughs> as RPG of the year. Decade. Decade. Thank you. <laughs> it, it, it's got the lone wolf stuff. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. There are no, there's no the potential allies that you have to deal with or yeah. nothing, yeah. Um, except, except for the boomerang. <laughs> the boomerang? Yeah. That's not an additional party member. You try to throw it away. Like I don't it need just you. Keeps with coming me. back. Yeah, it keeps coming that back. Jerk. But yeah, that's that's just a me thing. Yeah. I, I would rather just play. So someone here says most minerals. Uh, that's you. Uh, someone says four, eight total. So four in a party, eight four total in characters. One party. Yep. Seven to eight, three in the party. Three. I always appreciate four over three. Well, Xenoblade Chronicles two is that three? Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X is four. Right. What about two? Uh, that's a three person. One is three, and two is three. So I mean, it works. It is, is two, just, three? I think so. What do you, what do you think mm-hmm. it is? Four? No, it's three. So X is the one that's throwing me off. X I know is four. Mm-hmm. I was actually really thinking about picking that up, or not picking it up as I have it, or just putting it in the, the Wii U and just, just right, playing it. Let right me again. see what this is about again. <laughs> Let me get just that. Just remind yourself how awesome that game was. I love that game. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, uh, seven, eight, and all, three in the party. And then uh, four, four to five. Okay, a fiver over here. Pills of Eternity has uh, has six. five or six even. Wow, that's four a lot. To six. I three, no less than three though. There is a couple of twos though. Why no less than <laughs> two is hard to do, but it has been done really well. I do it all the time with two. Well, Paper Mario. Okay, yeah, yeah, door. yeah, yep. That did two really, really well. Mm-hmm. Loved it. And you had you had uh, I think side characters. I think there was like six or seven partners that you could get. Right. But only one of them could be with you in combat. And there's points in time where you just have one, right? Like it kind of within the story. Does it take you some always, away? Well, you always have one. Right. You could switch them out whenever you want. Right. But is there a point in the story where it's just one? Or it's just Mario. Like you lose a like you use a party member for the story purposes. Yeah, it's just Mario. Right. Yeah, that happens. A- few times yeah i'm sure there's some yeah. transitions there but i don't know just just give me one that's all i need just one or two or two what's um, the sweet spot sweet spot four i think for the most part four is probably a sweet spot mm. i think the sweet spot is four or more wow 
Three's fine though. Three's fine. Three's I'm, okay. I'm, I'm okay with three. I prefer four, but when you get to like more epic levels of of party members, I just love that so much. It's too much for me to handle. I'm, ar- Fire I'm already Fire Emblem's like uh, it can fluctuate between like eight and twelve or eight and fifteen. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but Fire I think because it, it is turn turn based, so it does help yeah. managing all that. I think if you had say a CRPG doing like six. Oh, what about like Final Fantasy Tactics and all the tactics like games? Yeah, that's right? a lot. Some of them do have a, a pretty large, uh, you know, uh, number of units that you can deploy on the battle map. Yeah, right. That's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. That's way too much. Oh, that's great. It's way too much. Uh, you gotta play Ogre Battle Man. Uh, Cassandra Ramos says for all playable characters, I'd say eight. That's a lot. Oh, for playable. For I'm playable, sorry. Yeah. Uh, though I'd like to see smaller parties than that I can rely to make characters feel more close knit. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. when you have a lot of characters, like say for example eight, like you really better tie in the story. Well, eight is fine. I think nine has been in a lot of RPGs too. And I like nine because it gives room to kill one of them off. <laughs> or more than one. Or more than one. Mm-hmm. Has it ever happened? That I'm sure that's happened. And I that is remember. terrible because if you're, if you're dumping points into one character and you don't know that they're going to die and then they die, your party is just garbage. That, that makes it all the better. No. Oh, they, man. When that, they die. Oh, no. It makes it all the better. That's ha- awful. Has there been- or, they, or they heal turn on you. <laughs> that I think that's happened, right? Um, has, has there been not counting like because this obviously it's easy to kill your companions in uh, like Fallout style games. Mm-hmm. Not counting those games where it's like way too easy to kill your own comp- uh, companions permadeath them or Fire Emblem mm-hmm. super easy to permadeath your own your own party members. Uh, so more traditional esque. Has there ever been any that killed more than just one important character? <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think. I'm sure. Did Final Fantasy X? Did you lose anybody in there? Four, you did. Okay. And four, you lost a couple of uh, party members, but then you, they kind of, you kind of get them back. Right. Don't you? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, no, I, I haven't played. I haven't played ten in a long time. I haven't played four in even longer. 10. I think only one person. Right. Very important one. Right. <laughs> but that's it. Same thing with uh, with Chrono Trigger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to do some heavy research on that. Um, yeah. Maybe phone a friend, even. Mm. I don't know. I can't. Th- I can't think of anything. So you think you're you're asking is? Oh, you know what? Two of them, technically, and. Potentially three of them did die in in Xeno. Two. Is it in Blade Chronicles 2 or the one? Two. two yeah. Okay. Technically uh, three of them. Y- yeah. Yep. You, you know what I'm saying, right? Yep. 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 Technically. Do we count that as like, it, it's either one, two, or three, and we don't <laughs> even know. But we both know exactly what we're talking yeah, about. Yep, yep. We just don't know how to how to quantify it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know what the number would be. Yeah, that's a weird but, one to. But that's that's one uh, of the yeah. games. Yeah. Um, I did see this brought up in one of the comments in one of my videos. Someone was bringing up some frame rate issues, and 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 this particular person, 
really comp. This is outside of, of what we're talking about. This particular person always brings up frame rate issues, and I and I can see yeah um, that being an issue in in some games um, where what, frame what, rate what really. That? What's that? Why are you bringing this up? Uh, I, I'm gonna get into it. Okay. Um, I can see that being an issue in some games where frame rate. Uh, to its detriment can really be a deterring factor in whether or not you like or enjoy a game. But then I always I always think of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, the frame rate in that game is absolutely terrible. No, it's not. Play it handheld. It is absolutely terrible. That's your problem. Uh, well, <laughs> You do not play that game in handheld. I didn't want to let go of that game. Yeah. So I... If my work is listening, I brought it. I brought it everywhere. Okay, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to stop playing that game. That game drew me in, sucked me in. I, I played it anytime, anywhere I could, and so I played it handheld. Yeah. Try playing that game handheld. It's it's really um, the frame rate really chugs. Yeah. Well, and it got more blurry than chug. Both. Yeah. I think both. I think in 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 order to compensate for some of that chugginess the the graphical fidelity also yeah. took a hit yeah. and and you know what i didn't care i didn't care at all it was yeah. such a good good game where the frame rate was you know i obviously i noticed it but it didn't really bother me to to never recommend that that game to anyone you know yeah. um whereas it you know for example um, I see a game out there, say, say Diablo was one of them. It's not, say it was where, you know, it really chugged along. It's not, it's, I don't know that I'd really recommend that game to everyone. Uh, if the frame rate chugged? If the frame rate chugged. Absolutely. Cause that, that's a way more action. The action is important in that game. And guess what? It did chug. Um, it when, got the game, when the game first released on PC. Got, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm talking when it was on the switch. It really yeah. didn't. Well, when it was on PC, oh, yeah, right? I it remember had that. server issues. Oh yeah, I remember and that. you would get rubber banded, and it would well. It that's would because they, they, that's the when they were incorporating a lot of um, your you know permanently online type of stuff, and they got well, rid they of. Still have that? No, Do they still have that? Yeah, you oh. have to you have to be online to play that game. It's just the servers got better. I mean, they, oh right, right. Okay. It was it was an issue of like new servers, brand new game, everyone logging on trying to play for the first time ever. Like it was just a cluster of problems that lasted for quite some time too because gee blizzard you didn't think that diablo 3 would be uh pretty popular <laughs> given diablo 2's uh success um so, so yeah i just i just kind of wanted to bring up that that point yeah. it's to me yes frame rate does matter um but quality for me trumps frame rate quality of what quality of, of the game of the game of the, absolutely absolutely but i will say this when I went and played, so I played Dark Souls 1 on PlayStation uh, 3. And then I played Dark Souls 2 on PC. Probably looked better. And it ran at, that was my first experience of Dark Souls on a 60 frame per second engine. So I played it there, 60 frames per second. And that was the first time I played like a big RPG, uh, 60 frames. All the bells and whistles, because I think my PC was like up to snuff at that time. And it looked so good. And the frame rate made it was kind of like a changer, a game changer mm -hmm. for me. It took whenever I w played a game that wasn't 30 frames per second after playing that, I could tell it was really? 30 frames per second. 60 really, really does make a difference. But you have if you start playing a 30 frame per second game, 
it'll be jarring at first if you come from a 60, but then you'll you'll get used to it. Okay. And it's perfectly doable. It's perfectly fine. However, if I had to give a preference over like graphics or 60 frames per second, I will pick 60 frames per second any day of the week. Really? Yeah. 60 frames is a it's a game changer. Hmm. Okay. And that wasn't the only game I played out 60 frames per second. I think it was. Uh, I, I know we derailed the conversation a little bit. Yeah, but, we did. but this is the last question. Um, and it is the most uh, memorable side quest in an RPG. Oh, I clicked the wrong Yeah, we thing. got Witcher 3 when dealing with the, the Baron's wife uh, issues. Yeah, the Bloody Baron. Yeah. Uh, that's Witcher 3, I think, has so, so many great side quests. Uh, I think you here. could fill this list another yeah we got like three different people saying the 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 baron's baby stuff mm -hmm. uh we got breeding chocobos and final fantasy set really you thought that uh, was a great one that's a chore yeah that, that's uh, building up the village in breath of the wild breath of the wild no. see breath of the wild. no listen 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 and yes that is an awesome side quest that is a pretty that's a good side quest. Yeah. That is a good side quest. And side quests in general in Breath of the Wild are kind of kind of sketchy because nah, that's not really. They're, they're all pretty good. Because even to get that side quest, you have to almost get it by accident. Eh. I, I think that's just me. There is no accidents in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> this happy accident. Yes. Um, so yeah, he, well, this is John Harvey who brings that up. Uh, somebody to choose from: dealing with Baron's baby and the Witcher, breeding golden chocobo. You were insane. Um, building up the village in Breath of the Wild. Uh, and he's um, actually hoping to that they expand on that in the second uh, edition. We got this uh, rocket silo in in uh, clearing the rocket silo for the ghouls. I, re I remember in this is not three; it's actually Fallout Four. I was about to say, wasn't that in Fallout Four? No, there was one with a ship. Um, and they, I think, I don't know, I don't know if it was ghouls. They turned it into uh, it's uh, Independence, the ship, but it's like crashed into like a building, and they turned it into an airship. And then you clear it from its problems. You get it working. Yeah. They take off, and it crashes into another building. And <laughs> it's 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 actually a pretty funny uh, side quest in Fallout Four. Uh, one of the the few. I think I was on that side quest when I stopped playing. I forget. I forget what it, the ship's name. Is. I think it's called the Independence. But. Shout out to Tales of Symphonia Wait. rebuilding Luin. Ugh. Yeah. No way. Um, there ain't no way. Did you play Tales of Symphonia? No, I'm just saying no way because you like it. Um, ah. Witcher 3 Bloody Baron, I think, is for the most part, is is the general consensus. We got another Final Fantasy VI, Shadow's Dream, uh, Skyward Sword. Wow. Ooh, there we go. In which Colin asks Link to deliver a love letter to Crane. Wow. Either a love triangle gets resolved or Colin gets a visit from the bathroom ghost. Wow. Wow, that's a deep cut right there. <laughs> that's awesome. That is, that um, is and she is. I Final think. Nine, look at that. Another chocobo thing. Man, what is with people in their chocobos? I don't know. It's unbelievable. And Chrono Trigger. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to mention the event. <laughs> um, but awesome. So thank you guys for uh, responding to those. I'm going to retweet those. So so we'll see if we can get some more responses. And um, thank you for answering those questions, Johnny. Yeah. I really, really appreciate it. 
They really awesome. appreciate it. Um, so that's going to wrap up today's episode. Episode what, what 58. Holy shnikes. 58. Um, thank you so much for listening to everyone who sent in their questions. Try again next time. Uh, we didn't we didn't get any of those. Uh, remember, you can listen to the show each and every week at SwitchRPG.com, or you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. If you listen on an app, please give us a rating and review. I want to climb up those charts. So your support would be amazing. Yeah. And give finally. Thumbs is up. Thumbs, thumbs is five stars. All, all those things. Yeah. Don't do the thumbs down. That's terrible. You can if you want. No, no. I won't like it. No. Actually, if you don't like me, you can give five stars. If you do like me, you can also give five stars. Just give us five stars. This yeah. is unbelievable. Why are we begging for stars? You don't have to beg. I'll, I'll do the begging. All right, cool. And you can head over to Switch RPG for all your RPG needs for the Nintendo Switch. Until next time, peace out.